Nobody likes to play. Ow. Why are we playing that now? So Ooh, yeah. It's done. It's not worth it. Oh, yeah. Feliz Nacho Dad. Feliz Nacho Dad. Feliz Nacho Dad. Careful, the cheese is very hot. Feliz Nacho Dad. Feliz Nacho Dad. Feliz Nacho Dad. Careful, the cheese is very hot. I wanna wish you a nacho Christmas. I wanna wish you a nacho Christmas. I wanna wish you a nacho Christmas from the bottom of my plate. Oh yeah, there we go. It's a classic from Nacho Man. Who had Tennessee as the number one AFC Jesus. Welcome to Nerdables. I'm Ari. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. And opening the show was Nacho Man. R.I.P. Nacho Man. No, there was no. Stop. Just stop. Enough. Stop pushing every single goddamn week. Nacho Man, Nacho Man. Hate it. I hate it. I'm never going to do it again. Just stop. Just fucking stop. And then he posts a picture of it. I don't care. He hates it. He never wants to do it again. Just let it die. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) God. Anyways. And you just laugh it off. You keep pushing do, him for no fucking I reason. I will. It's annoying as fuck. I'm tired of seeing him upset, and I'm tired of hearing you pushing him. Ethan, are you getting upset? I'm, I'm more curious as to why Chris is so upset. Because I'm sick of him. it. I'm sick of you being upset about it, and I'm sick of you pushing him yeah. about it. He can push it about it. He knows Yeah, I'm but not you're gonna not going to do, do it. How many times do I have to ask you the same goddamn fucking question? You give me the same goddamn fucking answer before you stop asking. <laughs> fuck, it's so stupid. Okay. God, welcome to Nerdables. <laughs> Unbelievable! I'm just fucking sick and tired of it. You know who you sound like? The internet over the book of Boba Fett. You know what I sound like? Someone who's really sick and fucking tired of you asking about goddamn Nacho Man every week. I only do it around Christmas. You do it for like three fucking months in a row. You do it at every holiday, and he says no. R.I.P. No, he's still alive. No, he's dead. No, he's still alive. No, he's dead. I don't fucking care. So, do we want to move on or not? Maybe. Can you move on? Can you move forward? Can you stop asking him about this bullshit? I will, at least till next year. Fuck. All right, then I'm done before next year. I'll tell you that much. I'm not going through this bullshit again. I'm tired of this. <laughs> Which, obviously, you do sound like everybody about the book of Boba Fett. Fucking stupid. Which part? <laughs> Everything. Ethan, did you end up watching it? I did. Okay, good. Uh, so... No one seemed to get what they wanted with this first episode. There wasn't enough pew-pew in it. it was just, Luke Skywalker didn't show up. There's no Baby Yoda. Nobody died. The biggest thing is everybody wants Omega to show up. It's like we just learned. I love she, when people want someone to show up who they hated. I know. It's like all of, you know now it's like, oh, I can't wait till Hayden Christensen gets into the Obi-Wan show. You hated his guts for two decades. Right. You hated him. Well, Absolutely hated him, and now that's the your boner is the size of a fucking bridge, because he's going to be in the show for four minutes in a back in a flashback. Back we're talking flash. about the fans, not me. You Personally, don't have a boner for him because I never had a. I he never, never had a hatred for him either. Neither no, did I. No, I'm, I. I'm fine with him being there. My problem it, it's the, the same thing that I've had for so long. Oh my god! I'm so glad George sold it. I'm so glad George. I can't wait till right. people do it. Uh-huh. You see, four seconds of Force Awakens. Yep, this is terrible. George, come back and save us. Really. 
If I'm George Lucas, I just post a picture of me with the double birds. Like, I'm not coming back. I would just post me on a uh, bed of money and just leave it. I think it's on stock options. I think, no, he gave most of it away. He either gave it most of it away or he used it to do the sci-fi museum or whatever that's that, coming that, to that's what I, yeah. He gave that's it to almost, charity. Yeah. I shouldn't say he did it to charity. and he invested it into that museum. Yes. Um, no, so much of the internet's talking about the female Tusken Raider that beats, you know, the beats Boba Fett when he tries to escape. It's a Tusken Raider. It's a female, but then everybody kept. Now all the fans know are going. A that's what they. Every, that's what the internet is. Okay, but here's the thing: wait, is, this is what the internet is saying right now. That it's a female, and it kind of does look small, at least smaller in build. Because it's a kid. No, no, not not the little one. No, the first one that when, yeah, he, when, when he first tries to escape and she comes and she beats him. Oh, up he nods and she goes out there. Yeah. Everybody, okay. So the rumors are she's Omega, or she's the armorer, or. Or Shocker. Omega uh, is the armorer. Hold on. Shocker. That maybe, would make more sense. Maybe. I know. Maybe she's just a Tusken Raider. No, it can't be. No, because everybody's Remember, like, Mace, Mace Windu we is know Snow. her. We, we know her. Mace just Windu wait and see. Snow. We know her. The thing, this that's, is only going to be the problem. two episodes with Tusken Raiders in it. Correct. That's the problem with everything. Even, you know, what we've seen with the Marvel shows, too, is everybody starts to speculate Right off the bat, at least the this Mar- is somebody else. This is this character. This Everybody's is that character. The thing with the and Marvel get stuff, disappointed is the Marvel stuff not. is always speculation on something that exists in comics. Yes, Star Wars is such an insular world in terms of filmed entertainment, and it always has to be connected to you know eight films. Nine yeah, films? that's why I'm saying eleven films. Shocker! She's just a Tuscan Raider. I know, but that's no one's going to accept that. that. It's exactly. the same thing of not being able to accept that Snoke is just Snoke. Yeah. That he's a clone. Twelve films. No, you were. Uh, it's nine and two. It's eleven. Nine films. and three. What's the third? I'm not counting. Nine and two. I'm not counting the Clone Wars. Okay, well, nine count. and two. Because that's just three episodes put together or whatever. Um, okay, here, here's the thing. This is what I kind of brought up in this little thread, you know, and it's really close, really along the lines of what Chris has always said, where, you know, they don't. When you write something. You're not writing with the intention of everybody knowing any character other than in the show you're watching. Mm-hmm. So if you introduce a character, say like Omega, now you have Omega. to explain who and why she's there. Right. If you would do it as the armor, now you have got to explain why, who and why she's there because these are separate shows. They're not going to cross them over like that. More than likely, there are, there are some exceptions. Like I'm kind of surprised by some of the things that there Marvel's are some exceptions. Done. Um, they've done some things that I thought kind of break the rules that I figured that would be there. But Marvel, Star Wars really doesn't unless it's Luke Darth Skywalker. Vader or Luke yeah. Skywalker. It's yeah. got to be someone that is in the original trilogy canon, correct? As one of those five titular, you know, it's Han, Leia, Luke, yes. Vader. But even R2, look at you know. even look at Spider Man uh, No Way Home. When we'll get more to that later on, but. It's everything's insular, you know. What happened? What may, the main things that happened that show have absolutely or movie have absolutely no effect on the greater MCU, right? No, and it also gives you characters that exist within that world and are explained within the first like two minutes. That Correct. The villains show up. That the spoiler alert: other Spider Men show up. They tell you exactly who they are. Correct. If you've never seen Andrew Garfield's. To Spider-Man films, it doesn't matter. Right. All you have to tell you is they're from another world, 
from a movie that already exists. Right. Mm-hmm. The end. So with this, if you were going to say, okay, that female, that fe- quote unquote female Tuscan Raider is somebody, most likely it's Fennec Shen then. Because she would be in hiding and ex- you know, hiding herself Maybe. on Tatooine. It makes sense because you already see. You know, well, we you, don't really know what her story is before she shows up in the first season. Correct. And this is well before the first season of Mandalorian. And but her and her and her and uh, Boba Fett create quite a bond, other than just he saved her life. I think that's it, though. That's it. He saves her life. At but the what end did of that she say? So theoretically, if she is the Tuscan, which it, within the writing of this two, you know, let's say two episodes of the flashback, because you got to move on to the regular story. Well, you'd hope so. Um, I think that's everyone's problem. Yes. There's not a lot of actually the new story in it. Yes. Um, but if you're going to do it and you want to tell it real quick, it's Fennec Shen. If, if it has to be somebody that you know already in the story. Yeah. She saves him from the Tusken Raiders. He saves her life. They've got an instant, you know, they've, they've got a forever bond. But it's also like to hark back into Mandalorian. And you see how Din Djarin has such a relationship with the, like, with the Sand People or Tusken Raiders themselves. This is a way to show like how... You know, Boba Fett has this kind of presence with other. But remember, too. the first time we see Boba Fett, he has a Tuscan Raider uh, slug thrower. Yeah, it, he it also has a, a couple different um, ba- uh, banshee stab banshee stabs. Wow, Gaddafi sticks. Gaddafi sticks. Yeah, but I mean, it, it shows that Gaddafi sticks. It's That's also it. showing that Isn't he's built Gaddafi a rapport. No, you're thinking Gaddafi, but Gaddafi. it's it's Gaffy sticks. But it, it shows. Um, his it's a way, way to sh- build a relationship with these Tuscan Raiders, because again, later on when we're introduced to him in the Mandalorian, yeah. he has all these weapons. Uh, but he also remember he when they're going through, when they go back to Tatooine, one of the days he does the, he talks to him. Boba Fett does, so it's yes. thrilled to show that, yeah, that that he's got. And, and well, it's the same. I don't also, need, it, it's they want to fill the hole of showing everybody how he escaped the Sarlacc, mm-hmm. which I really think is a, is, I mean, everybody wanted it, but it sounded like nobody liked it. Because right. it wasn't exactly like uh, everybody, it, whatever the hell the EU version was. Because he uses the rocket pack or whatever, and then he flies out of it, and then Dengar. But the it. rocket pack is destroyed. But yeah. he does. He he mm. like hits it or something. Yeah, and he just like flies him out. Yeah, he, I think he throws the missile. Whatever. Anyway, so it's not exactly the same. So I think people right. had a problem with that. And for me, it was just like, just tell me he got out. I don't care right. how he gets out. Now they're trying to make a compelling story of what happens after him. Yes. And I think some of it is to change. Because I said when he first showed up in the second season, like, this doesn't sound like Boba Fett at all. Right. You know, the idea of like money doesn't mean anything to him and all this stuff. I'm like, well, who the hell is this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is he? Con- and, and even at the end, I'm like, why is he concerned with being a crime boss? Right. He's always wanted to work alone. So if this sort of his time with the Tuscans change, changes him as he learns kind of something different, realizes he's stuck on Tatooine. He can't really get, get some off, humility you know? type of thing. Yeah. And, you know, they've used the Tuscans for that before. Um you know, even in the Obi-Wan Kenobi book, yes. John Jackson mm-hmm. Miller's book, it's the Tuscans are shown in a way that it's like, yeah, we raid you. you you're, you're living on our land. Right. Like, what's wrong with you, you know? Um, so I think there's, there'll be something of that, which makes me think this is going to be the whole season. Um, but and, and in terms of the general, it was fine. It wasn't it was great. Fine. It didn't blow me away. But I'll be honest, the first episode of The Mandalorian didn't blow me away until the end. Right. You know, there's no, there's none of that in there. And I really thought before we saw it, there was going to be some sort of surprise like that. There was going to be something like Chewbacca's on Tatooine or some crap like that. Yeah. You know, something they had kept a secret. So it sets itself up 
as, and I think part of it was for me, is I'm like, I still don't understand why he's a crime lord. Maybe that's what the Tuscan Raider thing is. Okay, great. He got out of the Sarlacc. We all knew that. We right. were getting out of it right. at some point. And he wasn't going to have his armor with him anymore. Um, and we already knew his armor ended up with Jawas. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone's like, why is, why is the tunic brown instead of gray? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Did you see the thing with the, with the orange clone trooper or whatever? That it's accurate to the show and people are mad because it doesn't have the black brow over it. The black series one, the Walgreens one. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it doesn't have the painted black over the eye, right? The brow eye. Yeah. Which is accurate to where it's from, which is from the Clone Wars TV series that doesn't have it on there because I'm sure animators were like, dude, like, stop giving me so much detail. Well, they don't even have it on them when the uh, Shock Trooper, you know, on, yeah. uh, on Camino. And everyone's like, well, well, it looks better with the brown. And I was like, yeah, but it's not accurate. What do you want? Do you want accuracy or do you want it to look better? <laughs> it's crazy. We want, want accuracy both. as long as it doesn't look bad when the accuracy is not there. Anyway, back to the show. Yes. Um, it I sets up, it does sets look up weird some stuff. It. The mayor part intrigues me. I'm yeah. kind of wondering who the mayor actually is. Um, I don't know if we're supposed to know that. Or the fact or that not. Boba Fett doesn't just kill now is kind of weird. He wants to rule with respect. Um, because Boba Fett used to, he would have just shot you before. He wouldn't have cared. Right. There's no money in it. So there's no reason. And that's part of it. It's like, there's no money in this. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess there is. He, he gets a helmet full of, of things. By the way, how great does Jennifer Beals look? I know, oh right? Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, is that, that's not Jennifer Beals, is it? Looked it up. I'm like, holy crap. Although, I mean, obviously there's makeup and prosthetics, but she looks good. Although I have to say, there's a lot of toys that are coming out of this. And they finally can use the Twilight mold a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> I'm never. I've I've given up on thinking that we're going to see anything that we want to see. We're going to get another Boba Fett. We're going to get another Fennec Shan because she already exists. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we'll see something different. You know, You've already like, seen who the mayor who the mayor is. So now who's the mayor? It's the Authorian. Where was that? It shows it in the second trailer. Oh, okay. Where you see I him didn't watch sitting the there. Trailer, you so. see him mm-hmm. sitting there. Got it. But which you know, so now there's more reasons to make Authorian heads. There's been reasons to make a lot of this stuff already. Sure. I haven't done it. I'm Until I see it, I'm not going to make any predictions of them doing other thing other than a Tuscan because they already have that. They just have to paint it black instead of... Yes. Instead of beige. You know, I see a beige Tuscan. I want to paint it black. Um, we're going to get another Boba Fett. <laughs> did, you're going to get a Boba Fett. made him? And you're going to get the Boba Fett with a helmet that's molded completely with coins in it. Like, not real coins. It's just It just has it, like, sitting out of it like it's a bowl of coins. Yeah. You're going to get that, and they're going to be like, deluxe edition. <laughs> did you see the guy that made... And you're going to get the ninjas, because they're, oh, they're easy. Yeah, I'll get to the ninjas in a second. But did Four. you see the guy that made the Boba Fett in just the jumpsuit with the little Tuscan? Yeah. He wasn't, took, the, wasn't he, the Tuscan... The Tuscan was... Um, both of them were Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's what it was. He, he took uh podcast, and he took... Um, <laughs> just went blank. Of their names, one of the other Ghostbusters took one of the other one of the older Ghostbusters, you know, because it has the a better body. Yes, in a jumpsuit. Well, it wasn't Ray. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it was Ray. I think was it Ray? Yeah, they didn't make Ray fat. No, they did, because because Boba Fett now has a little bit of a pudge, so that they he's on the um, and it looks he's great. On, he's on the Morpheus diet between two and three. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks really, really good. Yeah, um, it, it, it was good enough that someone's like. Is that real? Yeah. Is that a custom? It says on the bottom, custom by Skywalker or something or whatever. And I'm just like, can mm-hmm. you guys not read? Yep. Literally says on it, custom by Skywalker Customs or whatever. 
inspired by the Black Series. Yeah. Because now they can't put on... Because they used to put on... One of the guys would make mock boxes and then put on their Black Series. And it looked I'm just sure like... Hasbro sued him. It just lo- it looked exactly like the Hasbro ones. Yeah. I'm sure he got it because all of a sudden, all of a sudden now where it says Black Series is inspired Hasbro, yeah. by... Um, the Ninjas. Mm-hmm. The Ninjas. Which weren't really Ninjas, but... The biggest rumor going around is they are Crimson Omega. Dawn. They're another old Omega. Because they're clones of Omega. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they have a crimson color to them. But also in War of the Bounty Hunters um, book, during the the War of the Bounty Hunters, Mm -hmm. they show Crimson Dawn ninjas. No, I'm sorry. It's Darth Darth Vader's book. Well, it all has to do with Crimson Dawn. It has to do with Crimson Dawn, yes. If you Did you read Crimson Dawn number one? Not yet. Okay, if you read Crimson Rain number one, I doubt they're still around. <laughs> okay, that's what I kind of figured. I kind of feel like they're getting to the end of it. Yeah. So, but it could be. I mean, it could, um, maybe as powerful as they are there with Kira in charge, that's been something different. Right. This is probably their way to be like, hey, let's, we can steal a little bit. They're just, they're people that are running after them. So, yeah. Well, well I thought the shields were interesting. I like what they did with the Gamorreans. Yeah, really kind of giving the Gamorreans a little more depth. The idea that loyalty is important to them, as long as you give them, you know, it's always been in my head, like, if you give them a reason to fight and you give them money and food, they're fine. They're like, they'll be with you forever. Give them money. Yeah, there's money so they can buy food or whatever. Um, I thought it was good. It wasn't great. It was, it was underwhelming to me, but that's fine. That's part of the problem I've had with, I've said this for years now with Geekdom, is it's either a 10 or it's a zero. Right. If it's a five, it's a zero. Yeah. If it's a nine, it's a zero. Yeah. If it's a ten, it's a zero. It's got to be eleven. You got to turn it all the way up to the last thing. And it's not. And that's and that's okay because things build. That's the thing is that yeah, exactly what people don't people don't remember how to watch television because of season two of The Mandalorian. Now fans want which is not as good as you think. But here here's my point, and it goes right to that. You get all these pieces of the character of the week it's the dave filoni's greatest hits yes yeah so that's what they're wanting now i think there's, there's the exciting moments Fett. and there's the action and it is is great season two is not better than season one. Oh, definitely not it's no not even close no and i think people have been blinded by that because mm-hmm. i mean you think of i always go to a movie called arlington road i don't know yeah. if anyone's ever seen it the end of that movie is awesome like it's this big re- i don't remember the rest of that movie Right. But I always tell people, like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. I don't know if I actually really love that movie. I've never seen it again. <laughs> I have no idea what it is except for the end. Or the um, the New 52 Detective Comics number one. Yes. Remember, you read it, and you liked it. Yeah. And I, I didn't buy it because I, I didn't like Tony Daniel as a plotter. And I read it here, and I said, this book is awful. Yeah. It's just the end. And then you read it, you're like, oh, my God, you're right. This, this is awful. Because the end of it. Because the yeah. end of it erases the other 21 pages or whatever. Yes. And so that's what people take away from them. Uh-huh. So I think a lot of people took away from the second season. Oh, Ahsoka. Oh, Bo-Katan. Luke Skywalker. Right. Not watching and going, this actually isn't that good. I mean, it's good, but it's not, you know, I think the first season has a lot more because it's more fun to explore people you don't know. Totally. Like, what do we learn about Bo-Katan in the second season? Nothing. Right. Who's the most interesting character to me is um, Cosca Reeves. Or the other dude, Wolf Dawn, Wolf Axe, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Like those two, what are their story? That's what I want to know. I know Bo-Katan's story. I watched Clone Wars. Right. You know, I know their story. Yeah. Great. I know Ahsoka's story. For the most part, like what the hell are you doing? The, the, the thing that we got to is, does this take place before that thing in Rebels or after that thing in Rebels? When is this? When? Let me know. Hey, Dave, when does this take place? 
Like, is this before or is this after? Mm-hmm. So the more the interesting story of Ahsoka is the time that she's not there. The, during the Galactic, no, my interesting thing, yes, is where is she during the Galactic Civil that's War? That's what I mean. That, that's when, the more when, interesting uh, story. Homeboy drops her off again or whatever. When Ezra drops her off, like, okay, what now? The Ahsoka series fascinates me because hopefully, hopefully it explores that time period. That would be interesting to me. Like, no, because they've already, they've already said that, that there's uh, Sabine Wren in it. Maybe that scene takes place during the Galactic Civil War after she calms down Lethal. I mean, there's nothing to say that it's a post-Jedi except right. for the fact that we see a scene post-Jedi right around it yeah. with Hera. So at least we're assuming it's post-Jedi. Um, we know she makes it through Jedi because of the forces of destiny. Is that what that YouTube series was? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because she's in, she's on Endor after the, after the battle. Yep. And those are considered canon. So I just have to remember it's on Wednesdays. I suck at remembering stuff on Wednesdays. I get um, home the whole Hawkeye series. I'm like, oh yeah, Hawkeye's on. <laughs> but then there was, you know, a lot of people complaining about Boba Fett not being Boba Fett, which seemed like they're going, you know, we're going to explore um, All I have to do is call it the last book of Boba Fett, and people are going to be pissed. <laughs> um, but the cantina. People don't understand We see, We see arts. Max Rebo made it. Or a species of Max Rebo. Yes, I'm sure it's Max Rebo. <laughs> Nobody seen, else from his band made it. There's a thing on. I thought they were on the sail barge. They are, I think. I think you see Max Rebo on the sail barge. Or maybe you don't see Max, but you see some of the others. I'm pretty sure. Don't you see Max doing the thing on it? I don't know. You've got Disney Plus somewhere. We'll figure it out. Um. Yeah, there's there's pieces that are in there. The more funny thing is to find one of my groups and someone posted this. There was someone on the tweet and it says, someone tweeted like, you know, it's weird to think that George Lucas put jazz in the Star Wars universe, in a sci-fi universe. And someone said, yeah, but it's not called jazz. It's called jizz. <laughs> and I was like, you're kidding. Like, no, it's called jizz. It's, it's called jizz. It's literally, it is. Yeah, it's Max Rebo and the jizz whalers or whatever. <laughs> And I was like, yeah. so, and then within the, oh, that didn't age well, yeah, within my pop culture, one of the pop culture groups I'm in, they started posting that. And these guys are like, wait, that's not true. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Am I the only one that knows fingering Fidgren and Dan in the modal nodes playing jizz whaling at Cholman's Cantina? Does nobody else know that? Nobody else knows that they're playing jizz and another form called jats. Mm-hmm. Just me. Yep. Just me. I jizz guess. and jats. <laughs> just be jizzing and jats all over the place. Remember the jizz whalers. <laughs> it's, Max, it's Max Rebo and the Jizz Whalers. No, I know it is. Snice Doodles and Droopy McCool. Yep. None of those names are helping each other. <laughs> no. Droopy McCool's the one that actually plays the the instrument that's that's uh, kind of a sax. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. vital to Jizz Whaling. <laughs> just there's some of those names. You know, Georges are like, <laughs> check this out. But that's also the thing is, you know, back then that was you really used as a slang for what it is now. And he went down the alphabet. I'm sure it was. I'm there. sure that's what it was. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure in 1983, jizz was still a thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really want to look up the history of that word. So the other cantina band was, you know, Mad to Anne and the Cum Buckets. I mean, that was. Jeez. They were just like. It's just a big. You know, they played on those, those, you know, those flip over buckets. buckets. No, it was just the buckets. They turn on, <laughs> like the kids at the, you know, at the train station or whatever. They played on buckets full of cum. That's how you get that sound. My goodness. My they say there's goodness. no sex in the Star Wars universe. 
What was the third? Uh, it was it was nice noodles that came. It was that, it's nice noodles as a singer. No, in the in the three pack. Oh yeah, in the original Kenner line. Yeah, just waiting for the the sperm whales or something like that. That was them. just waiting for the sperm whales was their first hit. There you go. There's actually they list an album for them with all these different names on it. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> um, it was interesting in the town and everything. Yeah, he's on the. You can tell. Yeah, he's totally on there. Yeah. Well, not everybody that's on there has to die. Did you see it explode? <laughs> he may have jumped off. I mean, it exploded. I don't, th- I don't think that elephant dude is, is jumping off. Look, when your life is in danger, I can't remember you do some wild things. In the Tales of Jabba's Palace, somebody gets off the, sa- the sail barge. Is it Max? In the short stories that are in there, isn't there someone who escapes the sail barge because they do think it's going to blow up? I think it is Max. I think it yes. might be. You you are correct because there is like that the story for um, the fortieth a certain point of view for Star Wars kind of does the R five as a hero right. story over again the idea that R five sacrifices himself because he need, he knows that he needs to put R two and C three PO together. Mm. Where did Planet Fitness get all this money? They always have their big. And there's like forty people in there. It's insane. Because it's a gym that's $10 a month. That means they shouldn't have any money. Uh, no. That means they got a lot more money. There's a lot more people that are willing to sign up with a no-contract $10 a month gym than go to LA Fitness. you surprised how many fitness people think that Planet Fitness sucks because it's 10 bucks. Yeah. It's like they wouldn't be caught dead I'm sure. Senior. They got to be at LA Fitness or was it the Spider Club. Well, that's blah, the thing blah, is, blah, blah, blah. The, you know, all the guys that go to Gold's Gym because they think they're going to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, trust me. Well, actually, there was a lot of people at Gold's Gym. I don't like that. Yeah. They say bro and dude a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's right. In Tales of Jabba's Palace, Mara Jade was on. Yeah, she was. She infiltrated as a dancer to kill Luke Skywalker. Yes. And um, then she leaves. I think it's the uh, the chapter. That's entertainment. The tale of Salacious Crumb. I think that, I think he's in that one where they they escape. I thought they had their own tale, because I know Fedgren has his tale in Tales of Moss Eisley, because he's indebted to like Jabba and then does something else. They start there. Um, Ow, Ethan, what did you think of it? Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I enjoyed it, but it's you know for me it's different because I've always given a new TV show three episodes to really, you know, give my opinion, rather, if I really liked it or if I... You're doing just annoying. But it's just, you know, you have to let the story play out. It And I think the reason why people hate it so much is because it's a beloved character and they're not seeing it the way that it's portrayed before, which is the opposite for me is I like that because it's showing character arcs. It's showing character development. And that's the one thing I've always looked for in a TV show. And so I'm interested to see where it's going. I'll give you more of a in-depth review, I guess, after like the third or fourth episode to see if I really still enjoyed it or not. But yeah, I mean, I think oh, people great. just need to give it a chance. Give chance. It. There's no synopsis for it. Yeah, no, it just tells you what. Um. Well, we have seven episodes to see where this is going to go. Yeah. Uh, they did announce, Disney Plus did announce that we'd see all the Star Wars ones this uh, 2022. Yeah. Don't say it like that. Well, it's like, it sounds like a sequel. <laughs> well, it's like 2022. 
Well, this, I was thinking of this because I was thinking of like stuff from 2021. I figure at some point today we'll, we'll talk about some of our favorite stuff from 2021. But the fact yeah. that, you know, for me, one of the big things is we got four Marvel series and yeah. we got one episode of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That was pretty crazy to think that we went the entire year without anything. The 29th, we get one episode of Star Wars. But last year. Not counting visions, but in terms of like that kind of seasonality thing. Right. But last year, we didn't get any Marvel. Correct. And we had eight episodes of Star Wars. Yeah, we had one season of Star Wars. But the fact, when you think of it, we had four seasons of live-action Marvel and one cartoon series that was that ended up being connected. Yeah. And the fact that all that's there, and it really shows Marvel is the biggest thing in entertainment, by far. Well, There's nothing close. Let's look at 2022, because we know we are getting a ton of Marvel movies and shows coming. But Disney Plus announced that there's eight episodes of Bo- the Book of Boba Fett starting in December. So there'll be seven more in, in, in 2022. Uh, Twelve episodes of Andar. Bad Batch season. Twelve of those? Twelve. That's exciting. That's that, I think that's the one I'm most excited for. Yeah. Uh, Sixteen episodes of the Bad Batch season two. Six episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Then there's a Lego Star Wars special TV movie. Eight episodes of The Mandalorian Season 3. And then four episodes of Disney Galleries for Star Wars. So we have three live action episodes, three live action series next summer, or next year. This year now, I guess. Four if you count the book of Boba Fett. Since yes, the majority yeah, of it. The majority of it will be here in, in uh, January. Correct. So yeah, there's a lot there, but it is interesting to know that I mean, we waited a year between Mandalorian seasons, basically, at the same time. And yes. Then, we'll, then we, they announced all this stuff, and it's like, okay. well, even now it's between season two and season three for Mandalorian. It's going to be mm-hmm. over a year. Yeah. So, but at least we're getting something in between. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not like it'll be two years between the two se- two seasons. No, the no. book of Boba Fett's at the end of the or Mandalorian's at the end of this year. No, yeah, he's right because Mandalorian season two was last year. Was December of last year, right. twenty twenty. But I'm saying it's been more than a year. So end of yeah, twenty twenty. It took them a then, year, depending on when it comes out this year. Most likely, it's going to be November. Then yeah, yeah it would be like two, it's years. two years. Because I think the order you you announce them in is in the order released. Yeah. I think so too. Which would make sense because that would be mm-hmm. the Lego Star Wars movie for Halloween, Christmas, or uh, Halloween. Uh, Thanksgiving area in time. Yeah. Which tells you a hell of a lot more about the Knights of Ren than anything else. I know, right? It's <laughs> like, is this canon? Like, this is, there's a lot here. There's a lot there. No, I kind of understand. Yeah, Luke, you probably should have killed him. Yeah, right? You should have put him down. I will say, completely unrelated, is I jumped on the Arcane train because I've been hearing a bunch of people talking about Arcane, which is the League of Legends series that they made for Netflix. Yes. Fantastic. Such a great show. And me not knowing anything about League of Legends and watching this is just the animation style is great. The story is great. And, you know, like when you get people like ugly cry in animation, you don't really see that emotion. You see a ton of emotion out of this. And I think it was. No, the audience is doing the ugly cry. That's true. (laughs) With Disney. So. Fuck off. If you haven't seen it, I would say watch it because. Let me get through Masters of the Universe Revelation first. That's uh, so good. I started on I started on New Year's Eve, and I got four episodes. That's the one it. I tried to get back into, and I can't. Witcher 2 was amazing. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't done Witcher yet. I have another time. 
Revelation mm-hmm. was interesting because I actually don't agree with the premise at all. Yeah. Nope. I was like watching the first one. Like, why is she so mad? Like, does she, how does she not get it? It doesn't make any sense. Well, that's the thing is I watched the first half when it first released and I was like, oh, this is pretty awesome where it ended and everything. And then when I started the second half, I got like an episode or two in and I'm like, eh, I don't feel that same excitement that I did. You got to finish those. it though. Yeah, but it's just, no, you don't. it's, it's, it's going to be tough for me to sit there and knowing that I'm not into it. Because it looks like there's going to be a season three. Yeah, at so. this point, will there be a season two part one? Um, at this point, there's so much to watch and it's so little time. You're not into it. Just don't push yourself through it. There's just no reason. You know, and everybody else will be like, you got to go back and watch all the Marvel's Netflix stuff. Like, no, I don't. I didn't really care for much of what I was seeing. Mm. You know, outside of Daredevil. I watched the first two episodes of Jessica Jones. Yeah. I was talking to... Who was I talking to that said that... <clears throat> I was talking to somebody that their favorite... <clears throat> or their their least favorite series of Marvel was Loki. There's a few people think that. I think a lot of it's because it doesn't have an ending. Yeah. It gives you the cliffhanger. If you, mm. here's the thing. If you don't already like Loki, if you don't already like Tom Hiddleston, yeah. that series is interminable to you. Oh, sure. It's awful. Sure. Because it is basically, let's watch Tom Hiddleston have a lot of fun. Yeah. Go. Here you go. Look, look. He's an alligator. What? There's a lot of timeline stuff. When you get the, to the timeline stuff, a lot of people yeah, tune it's, out. Yeah, it's hard to, to kind of, it's mm-hmm. just sort of like you got to take it as it as it as it gives it to you, um, and I said part of the reason that I think I enjoyed Loki more than any of the others was because of how much I love Tom Hiddleston playing Loki. Sure, mm-hmm. and that first episode where he kind of comes to terms with who he is and the journey he goes through with Owen Wilson's character with um, Mobius. Yeah, Mobius, and it's like this is amazing. Yeah, I mean, look, this is this is incredible. Um, but I get people who are just like nothing happens in this and it's not good, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm different than you. Yeah, you know, I like slow stuff if it if it's good. If it's if it's his slow, fa- again, it's, yeah. it goes back into the whole character development. Yeah, thing. his if it favorite gives me good two, character development, then it's enjoyable. His favorite two was Hawkeye and then Falcon the Winter Soldier. It's funny, it's one of the mm-hmm. year end things I saw. It was the twenty five best series of television, the geek television, and the five worst, and they had Falcon and Winter Soldier at number three. Worst, worst, really? Yeah, they said the the the, the uh, what is it? The antagonist is awful. Like, I never get a sense of who these people are right? at all. Um, the message is too simple. It was just, I mean, it was a lot of, and, and it is, and I can see it because really those first couple episodes, there's not a lot that happens. Oh, sure, mm-hmm. sure. And I think that's what, one of the problems with that series is no one wants to see them talk. Mm-hmm. They want to see them shoot people. And then they don't shoot people for a long time. Did you see Fandango put out the top five most, ante- most anticipated movies of uh, 2022? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't see it. But they had four Marvel, <laughs> one of, DC. Outside of Marvel ones, I don't even know what's coming out next year. <laughs> Jurassic World, Jurassic World, um, Batman, the Batman, the Batman. It's I'm, I'm not thinking of those. We've been waiting so long for some of these films. Oh, I'm sure. not even thinking about the fact that we're like months away from the Batman. Right. That we're somewhere away from Lost World. That Top Gun we're is finally days coming away from Morbius. Yeah, I don't care. Um, I don't. I don't. I think that movie's not going to do well. Yeah, at all. I have no interest in going to see it. Well, when Sony has Spider-Man: No Way Home doing six hundred and twelve million domestically, mm-hmm. I don't think they need to worry about it. 
Well, that's the thing is they take the money from that yeah. and make these crap movies. That are well, nothing's going to happen. And they have some of them and then they delete some of them. I mean, they were they were running the DC plan. Just throw stuff up onto the wall and make it stick. Yeah. Make Silver Sable. Make it Silver Sable. No. Did you see? No, we're who, not making Silver Sable. <laughs> did you see who uh, who's in talks with Sony to play Black Cat? Olivia Munn. <laughs> Felicia Day. It's your it's your favorite actress that she's in everything right now. Olivia Munn. <laughs> Who's my favorite actress? I don't know who my favorite actress is. Anna Taylor Joy. Yeah, she's fine. Well, she'd be a great black cat. She'd be weird looking. She definitely <laughs> she definitely has a unique look. I'll give her that. I think she's um, cute. The more the more kind of weird rumor that I keep seeing is that they're going to make Amazing Spider Man three. I've seen I've seen that and heard that. Like do it or after he comes back from this Venom. Venom 3 would be Amazing Spider-Man 3. Yes, because the idea that Morbius and Venom are in the same universe, and then we see the, the poster in Morbius is his suit, right? Is it, it the Garfield suit or is it the Toby Gar- suit? It's the it, Maguire suit. It's the Maguire suit. Maguire suit. So that just screws everything up. Right. I mean, that's where I, mean, I You can get away with it. You can get away. But you don't oh, have to yeah. show it in the movie either. If you take it out to be like... And, and technically, it's Maguire's suit from the Sony PlayStation game. Just the same suit, but... Yes. But that would be, it'd be interesting to see if they go back to that. Well, because everyone's like, oh, they got to go back to that. Well, why? We never liked this in the first place. Yes, he has a great 20 minutes in No Way Home. He has the best 20 minutes in No Way Home. But see. But do I really want to go to a full movie well, with him Well, because he was redeemed. And so now we need to get a full trilogy with him. That's why, no, that's why you do it in Venom. You do it Venom 3. And they, he goes to New York yeah. to to meet to find the Spider-Man well, that's in the their universe. Is, uh, that's the thing is, you know, the way that Venom 2 ended with that end scene makes it look like he's looking for a Spider-Man, gets sent back to his universe and realizes, "Oh, there's a Spider-Man here too." Yes. And that's then exactly you can play it that way. That's exactly the plot that you would do it and it's Venom 3 and you get your Spider-Man Amazing Spider-Man 3. Yeah. You know, you get that ending. Yeah. Which that <laughs> Is really ironic because Spider-Man 3 was Spider-Man and Venom. Mm. So if you have this one, Venom 3, Amazing Spider-Man 3. All the Sony-made Spider-Man movies will be Spider-Man versus Venom. Venom Speaking speaking of fans who forget that they hate stuff. Yeah. And then get excited about it. Oh, this would be great. I'm like, you hated both of those movies. (laughs) Right? They're not good movies. But to be honest with you, looking back at it, I would take Tom Hardy over Topher Grace's Venom. Any oh, of day, course. To yes. be honest yeah. with you. Dude, <laughs> so, I'll take Tom Hardy over anybody that's in that 70s show. But, but also <laughs> think about it. I can see why they went with that way with Venom mm-hmm. because it's very much parallel. It, it, it's Jing and Yang for Spider-Man and Peter Parker. And it's also, let's not forget, Sam Raimi intentionally made that movie bad. Yeah, right? that's true, too. I mean, There's a bit, lot more of that movie that's bad other than just the fact of yeah. Topher Grace's as yeah. Venom. But yeah, Matter of fact, was, he's probably the least offensive thing in that movie. Yeah. That was the other odd thing. Is like so many people were upset that, you know, all the Spider-Man didn't wear all black and start dancing or something like that. I was like, are you guys... I was, I was surprised there wasn't like, a mention to the dancing scene. Like maybe just, in the lab have Andrew Garfield dance, just have Tobey Maguire like, dude, no. No, yes. You don't, you don't do that. I feel like everything is because now it's become a meme. And if you don't see the meme in your, in your media anymore, it sucks. Yeah, you got that. And that's I was that's like, why they had to sure. have the scene where they kind of don't point at each this. other and the thing. Yeah. The thing is, I think a lot of those people don't realize that Into the Spider-Verse exists 
because that makes fun of the dancing. Right. When he's like, okay, I'm going to tell you one more time. Now I'm Spider-Man. And this, and then this, yeah, we don't talk about this. You, you see him like walking down the street. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't talk about this. Yeah. But like, here's, fantastic. The, here's the biggest problem with Spider-Man No Way Home. They it never, much money. they never addressed the fact of Peter, or excuse me, of Spider-Man killing uh, Mephisto. Mephisto. Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> they never address the fact that Spider-Man kills. Yeah, they do at the beginning. No, they never resolve it. Yeah, they do. No, the whole thing with the police. No, no, no. That that the Andrew Garfield's and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man are saying you can't kill anybody. Oh, and the whole Tom world. Holland has killed Mysterio, at least in to- according to him, according to the world. Yeah, but he thinks he thinks he killed him. Yes, I think we're we're gonna see Mysterio in Amazing Spider-Man six or whatever as coming back. Um, I don't think they're going to waste Jake Gyllenhaal like they've wasted everybody else. Uh, well, there's supposed to be a Because you see the last thing where... you see is, is, is yeah, his, his doctored thing. I don't, you know, he knows it's doctored, but he also thinks maybe he recorded it after when he leaves him or whatever. Right. Um, but yes, they never, you know. They never address when it. When Tobey Maguire's like grabs the glider, he's like, it's okay, I've done this before, move, funk, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, yes, they don't address because it becomes that big part of the end of it is that the other two Spider-Men went off the rails once they right. killed somebody. Right. Um, whether it be a foe or a friend. Uh, and then they just started killing everybody. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah, that's a good idea. That, that's, that way they don't come back. <laughs> it's that old meme that says, you know, when you kill a killer, the sum total of killers is still the same. Right. And then the bottom is the punishers. Like, that's why I kill a lot of killers. <laughs> 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 I was like, dear God. <laughs> Um, boy, was I wrong. They solicited a Punisher series. Yeah. There's a new Punisher series. It comes out in March. I was like, whoa. And he has the old. So they changed the symbol for Kurt Busiek's Marvel series because he's the head of the hand now or something like that. Yeah. It's like a, an alternate universe series or whatever. And so he came out with this weird like demon head skull thing and everybody flipped out. <laughs> it was like, oh, like, I can't remember. And I was like, well, yeah. When you have your symbol corrupted by the alt-right and people who support police killings. Uh-huh. You kind of don't want to use that symbol very much, but it's right there. And I'm like, all right, that's it. Yay, Marvel, go. They're like, we're taking it back. I have people, I think people are going to hate that series. Oh, sure. Because I'm sure it's going to be like, mm, maybe we shouldn't kill everybody. Like, come on, Frank. Or he's going up against robots. Ugh. <laughs> Not that he hasn't faced robots before. One of the first series I read, uh, he faces Doombots in um, Acts of Vengeance. It was a couple of months where they like switched villains and stuff like yeah. oh fantastic you know, like the kingpin faced fantastic four or whatever well now also with uh because <laughs> you mentioned kingpin the um with the having charlie cox come back and mm-hmm. william uh what's his face it's a Genofrey. and uh a lot of people are like oh you know and then john bernthal said that he would love to play the punisher again so we're getting punisher now and i've these heard series. that for three months because like, yes oh, he did say goodness. he would love to do it again but again i think but he also understands that there's most probably, probably not a bra yeah. but um, he would love to revisit that character it's all again. up to feige whether he wants to do it or not yeah because th- th- there's a rumor that ghost rider is coming back and it's going to be the the kid no with mm-hmm. the car isn't it no um Nicholas uh, Cage. No. <laughs> I'd love for Nicholas Cage to come back. <laughs> They're going to yes, do it no way home that, with all no, the ghostwriters. There's, there's a rumor that uh, Norman Reedus is going to play Johnny Blaze. There it is. 
But the thing is, the, I'm thinking, you're not I think doing they're that saying as a movie. It, I think it, they're saying it's more. It, it's in talks. It'd be, it'd be in talks if he wants to be in, in part of a series. No. If in three years we see a Spirits of Vengeance, yeah, a TV series that makes sense to me. Yeah. To bring him, Blade. If Marshal Ali is willing to do TV after the Blade movie, you do Johnny. That gives you a chance to do Danny. If you want to use the kid that was in Shield. Can never remember the last one, the one with the car, because it still mm. doesn't make any sense to me. Is Ronnie? Uh, is it Ronnie? Yeah, yeah. You bring him back and you put them all together, and then your bad guy is Mephisto. Sure. <laughs> you wait ten years to do it. Uh, so <laughs> he's in the first episode, like guys, I'm, I'm Mephisto. Here. I'm here. I'm here. It's all good. Well, this is my son Blackheart. Punisher's gonna kill him if he will. They there is still talks of Hellstrom being done because the Netflix or the um, Hulu, Hulu one was Hellstrom with one L. <laughs> now they've now Marvel has gone on H E double hockey sticks. Strom. No, but they're, they're they're purposely wanting to bring it back. I love the um, we're gonna do something because of a technicality. Yes, that's the way that's the way Marvel does it. Mm-hmm. Technically, it's no ways home. That's the way we're gonna do it now. So it's no ridiculous speaking about no way home. 609 million domestically, 759 international, 1.3. Mm-hmm. You know how I know those numbers are real? Have you seen the numbers for the Omicron variant? Like how much <laughs> it's going? <You're> right. <laughs> Contact tracing. Damn, he went to a theater. <laughs> Woo, Spider Man. <laughs> spittle going all over the place. <laughs> people go back to the movie. That, that's a, I, a, what I, I think I said it for Shang-Chi. This movie must be great because people are willing to risk their lives to go see it. <laughs> yep. You don't think to risk your life or at least parts of your days and your livelihood or whatever to go see a film. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Got to be a film that people were really loving. And it's got to be. It's getting it. close. It's got to be getting close to one of the highest, at least in the top five, highest grossing. You know, December, Christmas type, or uh, releases. No. You know why? Well. Yes. <laughs> Avatar's there. No. Titanic's Titan- there. Yeah, I was going to say, I, think Avatar, Titan- I forgot I think Avatar's there, too. Avatar's number one. I think Titanic's number two. Well, yes, because they were number one and number two yes. for a long time until Endgame showed up. It took um, the end of a 10-year saga for to knock Avatar out of number one. Harry but Potter's yes. up there. But that's the the bad part is because last year they did a re-release in theaters for Avatar just to get it another oh, yeah. like hundred thousand dollars over Endgame. Who went to see that? And so it's not, I was like, who's, who's exactly? I was like, that? who the hell is going to see Avatar? Theaters were happy. Yeah, but uh, we've opened our doors again. We have no new movie. It's such a bad movie, and I don't get why people. Because it's in three D. That's the only thing with it. It's in three D. Uh, every time, every time I see it on TV, I will watch five minutes. I'm like, why did anybody? But three D like is not good either. The three D in that is amazing. Three yeah. D is the three D is amazing in a, on, on a big screen. When it went to, mm. you know, here's your three D TV with Avatar. No, this looks like ass. Um, but no, it, it's the three D in that movie was incredible. It was incredible enough to realize. Do you know Spider Man? There's a theater showing Spider Man No Way Home in three D. Have you seen any of the conversion ones? Do you remember that? I know. I went to see that second Clash of the Titans movie or whatever. Speaking of Avatar, um, <laughs> what's his face is in that? Uh, that second Clash of the Titans movie, Mikey yep. and I ended up seeing it in 3D, and it was a conversion, and it looked like we were watching mud on the screen. Like no, nothing I, was in I was, focus. I was. Mm-hmm. I watched it here. Never I had it in see, 3D on my TV. Never see a, a converted movie again. It was horrible. 
Um, it's more of thinking of the fact that remember when 3D was supposed to be the future? Oh yeah. 3D TVs, 3D ESPN, 3D HBO, 3D ABC, 3D Fox Sports, 3D this, 3D that. Within less than a year, gone. You can't Nobody's, buy a 3D, you can't buy a 3D TV, TV mm-hmm. because there's no content for it. ESPN shut down their 3D ESPN almost immediately. Yep. Because I'm pretty sure Disney's like, no. You're losing well, money anyway. It's funny, as you mentioned uh, uh, Brett Musburger last time. Ta- Brett you know, Hamburger. Talking about uh, what... Awful, awful, awful bowl games where he has to find something to... <laughs> but when he was talking about what's her name, what's his name's uh, girlfriend in the crowd? Yeah, Karen's girlfriend. I was watching that one in 3D. I believe oh, it. I watched a hockey game in 3D. It was incredible. Yeah. It was when uh, there was a 3D channel. It was basically, they were buying content from all these different places and they had a game in 3D and like you didn't need the glasses or whatever. And mm-hmm. I watched it at White Chocolate's house and I'm like, this is awesome. Especially if they had, um, they've had like ref cams before where you just right on their helmet. It was like, yeah. going, that, yeah. that shot is so cool. I was like, that would have been great in 3D. Um, yeah, but Spider-Man is just a juggernaut. Well, yeah. Well, it's always going going to be. So, especially with these, with Tom Holland playing Peter Parker. To think that this was going to be less than Eternals. I saw someone's like, or not Eternals, um, Shang-Chi. Someone's like, I don't think it'll make as much money as Shang-Chi. Like, You're out of your mind if you think this is going to. Yeah. I mean, with, people just went to find out if the damn Spider-Man were in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just got to find out if Andrew Garfield's in it. I don't, I don't, I just got to see. Yeah. Um. I was like, uh, there was something I was going to say about, uh, oh, they, uh, Amy Pascal named, announced that there's going to be, that they're starting to work on the next trilogy for Spider-Man. Mar- and the funny thing about this, the, Slate trilogy. the, the funny thing, well, no, it's, you know, no, you know, it was all no way home. Now it's going to be the college years or something. Well, the, well, but just the idea that what no way home does is it gives them a blank slate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here's Peter Parker. Nobody knows who he is. Aunt May is dead. Sorry. Spoilers. Um, he knows there are other Spider-Man. He's in college. He has a GED. Go. Like, he just set, resets him completely. Mm-hmm. And that's was I said, people got to remember, this was, that was the last summer when we were, were facing the apocalypse of no more Marvel star Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Because all the negotiations have broken down. They're not going to talk to each other again. I was like, there's a billion dollars at stake. They're going to talk to each what other. What would be interesting is if two of his professors are Octavius in the MCU and Connors in the MCU. I'm hoping they don't reuse all that stuff. Yeah, because but you don't, you don't even have that. to use it. You don't even have to use them as as the villains later on. I just, you can just introduce yeah, those. No, names. I understand the, the the names and the, the the Easter egg stuff for it. But then it's like then you're wasting it. So don't give me it at all. Don't, yeah. don't give me anything like that. Give me Craven. You know, give me yeah. I, Craven. The only thing I would the say Kingpin. if they wanted to do it, the Kingpin would be interesting to have him be the main villain on on a big screen. But it's like if they want to start Nors, uh, Osborne, because Norman says there's no Oscorp. He doesn't say there's no Osborne. Correct. So there's there's probably a Norman and a Harry in here. Wouldn't it be interesting if the Norman Osborne from, while while we don't see him the, from you know the Spider Man verse, the Sony verse, if that Osborne had set up financially something for the Norman Osborne there or set him? He doesn't have enough time. He's no, the, got time the interesting to do something. Thing is, is if they use uh, he knew somebody's living in his house. Yeah, but he just has to go to that house. That's it. I mean, the, the streets are enough. I no, guess. I know. Uh, who's the Who's the kid in in Amazing Spider Man? Who's Harry? What's that actor's name? That's uh, what's his name. That's in it looks really weird. Valerian. Yeah. Um, he wanted to say Cillian Murphy, but it's not him. No, he looks just as weird as Cillian Murphy. He's a very He's a very uh, 
unique-looking actor. Yes. Um, and he's good, too. I thought you didn't like him. He's just weird, but he's a good actor. No, I don't like Valerian because it's stupid. Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. What if they use Dane DeHaan as Norman? Because now he's a little bit older. Have him be the Norman Osborn of the MCU. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Maybe. That's the only if, well, if you, he, if you're has that, use... he has that, that look of the yeah, yeah. uh, Defoe type look. No one has Defoe's look. No, but I mean the closest that, that person that has Defoe's look is is Jake or is Gary Busey. But I mean I mean that crazy look. Yeah. He's just he could he could Again, be, Gary Busey. No. Gary he, Busey. Can, <laughs> he can play crazy very well. Um if they're gonna bring anyone back or use the, the alternate version of him, that's the only one see, I think. That they could be a be. young that could be a young Willem Defoe. You could think he get, you no because I can't see the straight jacket on him. Seeing mm-hmm. him like that, you you think he, it, could you see him aging into a William De, almost looking like William Defoe? Mm. I think he has a jawline for it. Yeah, it doesn't. His, he's missing. Got to get some those cheeks open. like sullen. His brows got to come out a little. <laughs> his teeth got to be all messed up, and he's got to Peter Parker. Ah. That was so good. Yeah, I mean, I think Willem Dafoe just brings something to that character that nobody's really going to match. Or bring Willem Dafoe. No, I've already no. seen it. I don't, want it. I don't want that. You got J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, but who else are you really going to have play J. Jonah Jameson? <laughs> no, and true. even then, I do like that they don't explain that at all. That he's exactly the same. Yeah. You know, I guess in every, in every universe. <laughs> that's the Agatha Harkness show. She shows up to J. Jonah like, you're a Nexus being. You exist in every reality in exactly the same. <laughs> like that. He's a Nexus being? What? The Daily Bugle is a Nexus? That would be That would be funny if he was, but he didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, That's what I mean. Like, she shows up but and But the Daily him, like, Bugle itself is a nexus. Yeah. Mm. It's a nexus an institution. He's a nexus. Just like a spider totem. Yeah. You know, the idea is that the, the spider totem is a nexus totem. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's kind of... It felt like that when she's, when she's talking to Wanda, the idea that every universe needs... It has to have a Scarlet Witch. It has to have right. a Chaos Magic user. Just like every, and it's something that happens in Straczynski's run in the comics is the idea that every universe has a Spider-Man. Yes. It's a totem, it's a, it's a totem creature or whatever. It's a totem point because every, those realities cannot exist right. without a spider That's creature. where Madam Web comes in. Yeah, and then you read it and you're just like, really, out of all those, it was like Spider-Man? <laughs> Not Cap? No, no, is it going to be Spider-Man? <laughs> every universe has a dude who gets bitten by a spider and shoots webs out of his ass. Gotcha. Yeah, you'd think something like Sentry or something would be that Nexus being. I hope it's not the Sentry. <laughs> um, uh, uh, what was I so much Spider Man. There was. Because we didn't talk about it. Huh? Because we didn't really. Well, we did talk about it, didn't we? I don't remember. No, because we didn't record last week. We didn't record last week, but it was the week before, wasn't we it? We did talk about it because, yes, it's been out two weeks now. Yeah. We didn't record last week. But did we ta- I don't, I don't remember if we awesome. we didn't talk. We didn't talk the Hawkeye for now. We can talk a little bit about mm. that. That's what I was going to get to next. Because I want to see the thing is one of the reasons that I was sort of last week going eh. When we review stuff, it's so scattered. Oh yeah. So I think the better idea is to ask everybody like, what did they think, and just move the mic and let them go. <laughs> like just let 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 Ethan describe how he felt at the finale, and then you no, can try that. You can. Well, no, we'll start with you because it won't be long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Ethan, what did you think of the Hawkeye finale? Or the series as whole. <laughs> and that's I'll the move first, my mic away. That's the first time I've ever seen him do that. I enjoyed it. There. Really? That's, that's, all, that's all you're going to say about it? But what can you say more about it? it There's like, plenty it to good, say. Yeah. 
It's a good ending, and I enjoyed it. But and why? Did you feel satisfied by the completions of the storyline? What did you think of what I, happened to Clint? What did you think of what happened to Cl- to, to Eleanor? The, what do you think happened at the end, or didn't happen at the end? The end is interesting, and I can I've been waiting to talk about this. Yeah, well, then go ahead, because, like I said, it, my I'm. This is the reason why I don't do reviews very often, is because I can't put that into words. Okay, let's walk it. you through this. Well, no, no, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me do this one. Let me do, let me let me ask a question. What was your favorite part of the finale? What was the moment? Kate Bishop's butt. <laughs> no, that that costume doesn't do that that ass any favors. Now it's been like what three weeks since <laughs> at least two. I think it's been three. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it, it just ties the story in together. Um, it was last week. It was, week. it was before Christmas. It was the week it of Christmas. Week of, it was the week of Christmas. Eh. No, no, the week before. It was the week. No, before. it was no, it was the week of Christmas. It was the week of Christmas because it was the week after we saw Spider Man. Because we saw Spider Man on the twentieth. That's right. Yes. Yeah, it was the twenty third, twenty second, like a week and a half. Yeah, it's been a week and a half. I don't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> so, did you, you did you, you feel could, did you get did you feel you satisfied? I did. Did you feel satisfied by the different threads coming together? Yes, it gives you. Okay. Was there one that you, surprised you? No, not really. Okay, there it gives you a good take into uh, um, you know what most probably is going to be another season. That was going to be my next question. Would you yeah. are you excited to have another season? Yeah. We don't know if there's another season yet. There doesn't have to be. I, I, mean, I mean, there can be, and it can be without Clint. Even I feel if they want to. like they did a good have, enough at job. This point, you don't have to. Yeah, you you save you save Clint to bring him together for Avengers Academy. Maybe yeah. I feel like they did a good job um, with Kate Bishop's character to have her lead a series without Clint. You, she has enough personality. She has enough, you know, uh, experience now where she can go off on her own, and you can continue it. I did. I did like when she tried to say like, "Oh, give herself the different like Hawkeye names," and she's like, "What about this? What about this?" And he's like, "No, no." And so he says, "I got an idea." Yeah, the logo. So it would be interesting to see if she takes over the Hawkeye name, which I'm assuming she's done in the comic books. Yes, but um, yeah, I mean, it, all in all, it was a good story. You know, you get. The character is very well done, as well as, you know, like you get an understanding of, you know, like Echo, which is going to have her own series, you know, eventually. Um, you know, I the I still don't understand the whole Wilson Fisk bringing him in and then just like making you seem like he's dead because you don't know if he is or not. But it's just kind of like I feel like, you know, if that was the intention, he shouldn't have been in it at all. He was just shoehorned in because could have been any kind. Yeah, everybody. Everybody loved that, it. That's something I'll point. say, and we'll talk about it because you really see him in here. Is if he is wasted, I don't believe he is. I, I really don't believe don't. he is because you don't see it on screen, and I think he's going to play a part in Echo's series. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'll tell Correct. you why when I get to it. But to bring him in just to remove him is simply nostalgia. Yeah, it's simply member berries. That's it. That's There's no service. other reason exactly. to use him. It's fan service because it's yeah. the it's the person it's the actor that people wanted for a character that people that liked cer- a in a different group, series. A certain group of fandom will recognize him so, and know his backstory well, like that. That's exactly what Vincent D'Onofrio said in an interview was mm-hmm. that they asked him, "Do you feel that the King Ken's dead? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that the King Ken's dead?" And he said, "I hope not, because then it was a waste to bring me in." Yeah, 
He said there was no point to yeah. bring me in if you're just going to kill me off. Makes the first. me feel like he knows there isn't. This isn't the end. For yeah. me personally, for for Maya's story, that end, I think she spares him mm-hmm. to be the type of going like I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm done. I can kill you at any point. You saw me. Just I had you in my sights, and I let you go. What if she can't leave kill me, him? Leave me the f alone. Right. That's my feeling. Is that's the start of if she goes to New Mexico in the the Echo series is probably still what, two years away. Mm-hmm. That's what year I think is year, whatever it is. You know, we won't see it till twenty twenty three. Correct. Is this is her way to try and secure her future of like don't come after me because if I kill you, that's part of it too. Like if I kill you, your organization is going to come after me. But if I don't kill you and you owe me, leave me alone. I'm out. I already killed the other dude. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. I got to go. So I, I think he's still alive. And I think we'll see him again. Like you said, it's, it's, he's too. I think so, too. Just because... I hope they've learned their lesson because they've killed so many great villains that you want to use again. Mm-hmm. You know, especially Claw. You see like someone like, um, you know, Kate and all the explosion or whatever at that last fight with her in the mm-hmm. Kingpin. And how much, you know, damage she did to him. And he just got up and he was like, okay. You feel like the kingpin can't really be easily killed. So even if no. maybe she shot him, it's not going to really if do she anything. she shoots him in the him. chest, it's not going to do anything. Yeah. I mean, that they've kind of shown right. that in the comics a lot. Because what's explained for the kingpin is that's all muscle. Mm-hmm. It's not fat. He's not yeah. fat. He's just a, an abnormally large, roided out human being. Yeah. And I think it's in one he's of the Punisher so, ones. He's so big he looks The fat. Punisher says something like, I need an anti-tank weapon in order to take him out because shooting him with a pistol is not going to do anything. Yeah. If I hit him in the chest, it's just like he's wearing bulletproof armor. It's not going to hit a vital organ. So, so yeah, knowing that on the Kingpin, that's why yeah. I feel like he's not dead. That's why I feel like she shot him, but it doesn't do anything to him. And or at he, least it doesn't it doesn't kill him. Right. Well, and again, him, could be part of, enough for her to get away. Yeah. Or or at the point where she's like just letting him know, like I can kill you. Mm. You know, if I can shoot you once, I can shoot you again until the point where I find someplace vital. Yeah. Because that neck ain't stopping anything. I mean, it's big, but it's still. Did you like the fact that they oversized him for this compared to what he was in in Daredevil? I don't remember what he looked like in Daredevil. I always thought he always looked that big. The yeah, way they about sh- the same, yeah. <clears throat> the way they shot him this time, he gave the bigger. Well, the, bigger shot, the way you shoot him is different. Yeah, because it he, was a bigger physique. You know, he looked more like the kingpin. I think that's having mm-hmm. more time and more money rather than oh, we totally. just got to we just got to put the camera on the floor and shoot. Totally, you know, for Netflix. So, mm-hmm. um, I didn't hate him being in it. He's always good. Um, for me. Like I said the week before, like man, they got. There's no way they're cleaning this up in one episode. Mm. I was that. If there's anything that surprised me, it wasn't that it was just season. You know, to be continued. Yes. Um. That there was a lot, but that they got did a good up. job, and there is a. It's a little overkill in it, because you're like, okay, we've seen, the the moving bros, the tracksuit mafia. Mm. We've seen like ten of them, and now all of a sudden it's like four hundred. Yeah. Did you like, see the, the Christmas hell? card they put out? Yeah, you get the shirt now too. Yeah. Um. So I, I thought that in the, the band and everything with it, everybody loves the y- Elena. I love Elena. Um, Man, they wrapped that with, up. Yeah. And the, they wrapped it up, I thought, the way they should have. Yeah. I mean, there had to be and it was a, a great point. scene between the two. It's I a great lo- I really scene, but here's, here's the thing that I love with it is they didn't drag it. That yeah. was my fear. It's like, right. if they get to the end of this and she still thinks that he killed Black Widow. And again, we don't know how much she knows. Right. It's on another planet. It's on this what I felt at the end of Black Widow 
with Victoria, Elena, whatever, whatever fuck the name is, you know, with, with the Seinfeld lady, was she is trying to convince her that Hawkeye, Clint Barton, actively killed Natasha. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, so I was like, she doesn't know the situation. Right. And I think through it, and the way they kind of put them together is he's got that kind of honesty and the way, obviously, that Kate is devoted to him, she can't help but trust him when he says, I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. She did it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. In the end, I loved her so much. And I said, uh, uh, you know, I said, the next time it's got to be so do I. Or so did I. And it was in there. And it's just, you know, it's a great scene. And it By kind of way, wraps it's Valentina. Up. Valentina. I can never remember her name. Um, and my, my, my thing was really... I'm so glad they didn't drag it out. Like two more seasons, another movie before she's finally convinced. Like that compartment of the story, which was introduced to us in May, mm-hmm. is over. That right. part of it's over. Now we can move on. Now right. we can move on with her being a hero. Yes. Whatever role she's going to play when they put the Thunderbolts together or whatever. Yeah. And then the other thing is the watch. I wanted to get to the it's yeah. just, it's just It's just her watch. It's, it's her watch. But it's a shield watch. It's a shield watch, yeah. It's Agent 19's watch, to be specific. Mm-hmm. Agent 19, her code name is Mockingbird. Yes, that was the rumor of like halfway through. Yes. That it would be... She's the original Mockingbird. Yes. So mm-hmm. that way you don't discount And so now you get Adrian's. the understanding of how Laura... Is you know portrayed that she's got some experience with Shield and whatnot. She knows what's going on. He trusts her to know what's happening. That's why she speaks Russian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's more so her in hiding than him having a hiding. You know, a safe Mm -hmm. house. Maybe. Yeah. And I think part of it is now that I kind of I went back and kind of watched the last part of that scene, um, in the apartment where she has the watch because I had said I think that's what's on the watch is the names of the family. Yeah. And. You know, it was like it was given to her as a as a retirement watch, like exactly. That's what know, it or is. Whatever. Um, so it makes sense for Maya, to, you know, because Maya wants to try and figure. She knows that something's wrong with Clint or mm-hmm. whatever. So it makes sense for Maya to try to pull information out of that watch in there. So I think that was it. It's not something, you know, it's not Tony's, it's not Fury's, it's hers, and it has information on it that could mm-hmm. harm the family. Right and now, it's over. Oh. I saw a lot of people that were upset that the watch really had no meaning, at least no meaning to them. That the, there the wasn't thing, something. It know. doesn't explain why the watch is the. So important. Is the piece that the. That the linchpin. The, the linchpin that the tracksuit mafia is trying to steal. Right. And that that's where I sort of like, I'm not sure what that, you know, why would they know about mm-hmm. the watch? Why would they care? I would, I would get, I'd get the sword to a certain degree mm-hmm. because there'd be a monetary value. Obviously, it's in an auction. There'd be a monetary value towards the Ronin sword and or Maya wants the sword to see if she can figure out who the Ronin is. Mm-hmm. So them attacking the the auction for the sword made sense to me versus them the coming watch. in and be like, we got to get the watch. There's what, what, What's the watch? Right. What is it? I thought it might be something where it would give access to shield facilities or... Mm-hmm. It, it would still have, might. Yeah, but it seems to be, because it's hers, is that it's there really is a watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's what, one of the things that I thought it was interesting that they, they went with, you know, the whole Mockingbird angle. Um, But, you know, I, I was a little, 
I guess kind of like everybody else, just a little disappointed that the watch didn't hold more importance. Yeah. You know. Well, there was also like rumors that they were talking about that the watch is, you know, somehow able to open up certain Stark technologies with the with the destroyed Avengers. Right, and that's kind of what whatever. Chris was saying. You know, that if it belonged to one of so, them, it could have that information. Which it could or, still because it's a shield watch. But then yeah. again, you know, you don't know how much. Uh, if is Fury trying to rebuild Shield? Is that watch still called Shield because you know it was from a long time ago? Or no, what? no, no. It would have been a long time ago. Yeah, that she had that. It would. It would have been exactly what Chris said. It's a. It's a right. know, retirement watch. That's why I feel like it's not something to like. Oh, it can access. The Avengers facility. It's but the way different. they made it throughout the series, the importance that the tracksuit mafia put on it mm-hmm. would have indicated that it, it would does have, something grander. Yes. yes, it had you know like it had not only did it have the information of Barden's family mm-hmm. because you know it had the information of every Shield agency or yeah. agent and their families. Yeah. You know, it, it would have been something like that where this is more insular, like everything else. It's more insular. It's more to the specific story, and now it's over and done with. Marvel, Marvel never has to do it anymore. Marvel never has to talk about Agent 19 anymore. Yeah. Or it could be something that moves on to the next season if they decide to do another season. Sure. So Yeah, my guess is always it was a key to a knock list. Mm-hmm. That it would be shield undercover agents all throughout the world. Yeah. Right. But but as old as it ends up being, wouldn't really make any sense. Shield's been dismantled since then. Mm-hmm. You know, we have sword now. It doesn't have anything to do with sword. Well, it could be the, uh, just the remaining shield agents that were not Hydra agents. And yeah, so if anybody's now undercover, it's like, that's what I said. If it's a knock list that has everybody's real names. Mm-hmm. But even then, most of those people probably wouldn't recall right after the destruction of the, the tower. Yeah. Or whatever. Right. The Triskelion. Um. Yeah. So there. I mean, there's a lot going on. He yeah. makes it in time home for Christmas, so that was sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, favorite things of 2021. Ethan, what are your top five things? Of- oh, no, don't do top five. We're not, there's not enough for top. I saw someone had a top 25. Like, were there 25 Oof. movies that were released? Like, oh, come I on. I didn't mean movies. I just meant no. in general. My, my. I think something. Was there anything that you? Entertainment-wise, that either of you were surprised by. Something either disappointed you, something was better than you thought it was going to be, there was something that you found. Because <sighs> I think everyone knows all our favorite movies. We just listen to the show. We tell you ones we <laughs> liked and ones we didn't. Well, I rewatched Buckaroo, bon- Buckaroo Bonsai and I watched it in 30 years. And I was surprised yeah, that... Give, uh, give me something that came out in 2021, nothing that came out in 1975. <laughs> Had realized that, forgot how good it was. Um, what surprised me? It's like for me, the thing that... And I said it when on, on the post. If you would have told me five years ago that I'd be excited to go see a, a fourth Matrix film, I wouldn't have believed you. But that trailer got me. Mm. And I really enjoyed that film. I really did. Uh, do you surprise me how well it was done? I was surprised compared, that I... Un- compared to the original. I'll put it this way. I was, I was surprised I understood Dune. Mm. <laughs> and so I watched a little bit of the first one. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't <laughs> care. Uh, Hawkeye surprised me how good it was. Really? I expected it to be good, but I didn't expect it to be where I was... It was so good that I just... So the four. One, take those four series. Where do, where do you put them? 
with a caveat, we enjoyed all four of them. Put them one through four or four to one. Just let me know which, which way you're going. Hmm. There's only four. I know. Live uh, action. Yeah. WandaVision was really, was up there for the longest time. I'm, I guess. Ethan, think along with the solo. Use this time wisely. <laughs> As he stares into the van. I guess I would have to say, because see, see, Hawkeye has the great reveal with Kingpin. Man, it's hard to rank them. Well, just rank them. And have the caveat you want, that we all understand is that you liked all of them. There's not a huge gap between the four. I might say Loki, Hawkeye, WandaVision, Falcon, and Winter Soldier. That's surprising. That hurt your soul, didn't it? It does. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> Even just to say Winter Soldier last. And I'm not saying it's bad. That's I mean that's that's yeah. the thing. That's what I hate with people in the I mean this is like this is like five, one, yeah, one point one, one point two, one point three. It's it's you know, the division race between one and four is less than two points. In yeah, hockey, you know. Yeah. This is like looking at a, a picture that's, you know, trying to trying to see which horse won. So we have Loki, four of so we have Loki Wanda. Loki Hawkeye Wanda or Loki Wanda? Loki Hawkeye. No. I think, I think no, he said Loki Wanda Hawkeye. Okay. Did I, I say? Like, I think so. I think no, so. I said I said Hawkeye second. Did okay, you? So you have Loki Hawkeye Wanda. Okay. It's okay. We can check the tape later. All right. <laughs> so Ethan. See, Ethan's would be different because he's not as connected to the books. Correct. So the stuff in there, like re- watching Hawkeye and reading Matt Fraction's story, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, okay. Oh, like Pizza Dog's like, hey, he doesn't yeah. have a huge role. I'm like, come on, man. He had his own issue. Come on. But also, when I look at these series, you know, I'm not looking at it in the standpoint of, you know, knowing these characters from comic books and right. saying like, oh, that's cool because I read this and that. I look at it as... That's why I'm always interested the in acted, this. Yeah. The acting point of view and how these actors bring these characters to life. So I would say if I'm going from one to four, I would say it would be Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Hawkeye. Interesting. Because so you hated it, walk Hawkeye right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. Um, no, it had its moments, but when I when I look at those series as a whole, yeah. you know... It's Hawkeye, not like you're not, we'll Hawkeye didn't way. give me any kind of like deep character involvement or like that I got super involved into his character. It's interesting so because, and not to say you're wrong, but Hawkeye for me and Loki, but especially Hawkeye, because of Clint's journey, mm-hmm. I think that's the most connected because we've known him yeah. for 10 years. Right. And all the stuff he's gone through. Like one of my favorite moments is when you realize he's hard of hearing. Like, why are you that? And then you have that montage of explosion. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> right. know what it is. You know, and you realize what he's done. Yeah. Um, I Loki for Tom Hiddleston is one. Mm-hmm. Two for me is WandaVision. As much as the series, as what that, everything around it. Like, it was so much fun. Yes. To do so much of it. I thought it mm-hmm. really brought all that together. And it ended up being, remember, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first one we saw. Uh-huh. And then it became WandaVision. I think WandaVision was perfect as the first one because it was so different mm-hmm. for so long. Until the end, you get the sky beam and two people shooting 
you know, magic bullets at each other. Um, well, that was ending, one of, that ending's was, insane. That so. was one of my, when I was sitting here trying to think of it and issues is, you know, how do you, how do you put WandaVision over Falcon or over Hawkeye? But then how do you put Hawkeye over WandaVision? Mm. You know, cause they're, they're, because there's so much. Yeah, because it, I was very interested in Wanda's story. Right. And the thing is, because we didn't know as much about it, and part of it is because it's the first one, and we started talking about we're getting a real look into what these people's lives are looking like. As people were saying, oh, Wanda, this one, I said, of course she feels like this. Mm-hmm. The, the whole idea, when here I was talking about Bruce snaps, all these people come back. You know who didn't? Yeah. Vision, because he wasn't killed by that. She's, she, all these people come back. Everybody's happy. Everybody's great. Tony's dead. Uh, uh, Natasha's dead. For the love of her life, who's a robot, is dead. And none of them are coming back. Mm-hmm. And she's and she's got, like, I got all this power and I can't do anything with it. And that's what it thought, the whole thing of her crashing into the shield and, and touching him and just being like, you're gone. But I can't the feel fact, you anymore. Also mm-hmm. the fact, with, with both shows, where they didn't actually really become the hero that you know in the comic book until the very end. If even that. You're mm-hmm. right. I mean, But even with Hawkeye, you know, you see and you realize he never really can, went by Hawkeye or considered himself Hawkeye no. in the Avengers and stuff. His, his moment is Age of Ultron with Wanda. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Clint. And then he has that another moment with and Kate. That idea, but especially here where he's, in, 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 he's like, we're, we're flying, we're in a city, right. and we're flying, and I have a bow and arrow, but I'm going to go out there and do my job. He's the most pragmatic of all of them, yes. even more so than Natasha. Mm-hmm. This idea, I don't do this because... I'm awesome, and I'm going to save somebody, which is what Kate wanted to do. Right. He does this because that's his job. Yeah. He got hired by S.H.I.E.L.D. to put arrows into people and things, and that's what I'm going to do. Don't you want to sign autographs to people? No. No. This is, I just, this is it. Um, so I put Wanda second. Partly, I'll watch Paul Bettany read a phone book. I don't oh, care. I love Paul Bettany. Um, I've always said that Marvel needs to release a book of visionisms. Where it's all just poetry by vision. Because <laughs> some of those lines are so well, poetic is, and it's the, amazing. That's the most emotional ending. It's yes. insane. You know, what is grief if not... Love you know, oh, God. Yeah. But even, just destroys even just me. That's want, the, one, the end of that one is the one that made me cry. So mm-hmm. I put that one second. Vision's, my Vision's thir- conversation with Vision is amazing. Yeah, my third is Hawkeye. I love Clint Barton. I love Jeremy Renner. Mm. My fourth is Falcon and Winter Soldier simply because I just don't think it holds the same gravitas as the other three. Right. You get a good look into that world. John Walker is interesting. There's some great action sequences in it. They're too spread out. Yeah. I don't get enough of the Flag Smashers. I don't get enough of what's going wrong in the world. You, get a, great, you get a great buddy friendship. Yeah. There's, there's great scenes between the two of them. Um, there's, you know, a lot about a boat. Okay. Um, and you get stuff in, in that, that glimpse into the real world with Sam going to the loan officer and like, yo, I'm an Avenger. And he's like, I don't care. Right. Like your financial is still not going to work. We're going to lose money on this. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it really is. It's like, how do you guys make money? What do you do? Uh, uh, I don't know. Tony you know, usually takes care of it. That's what it is. And in the comics, that was it. Tony had an Avengers fund. Mm-hmm. The UN had an Avengers fund or whatever. And so they did get paid. Um, and it's a lot about, you know, the, the legacy of cap and everything, but I wanted more from the flag smashers group of what does the world? Cause again, much as Carol says, what's happening on your planet is happening all over. What's happening to the Avengers is happening all over. Right. Mm-hmm. So what happens, like, like they kind of put it into, what happens when you, oh, you, know, you don't get Oh, that. I came back. Uh, why doesn't the key to my door work? 
Well, because we already sold it to somebody else. You're dead. We don't get Where that do until go? you get Yelena in the mirror when she blips back on that. You get to see that part. But th- in terms of the fate of the world. Yes. Because Endgame is right after the people come back and then they go and eventually kill Thanos. We don't get to see the intricate part of the world of what the hell happens when th- three and a half billion people show up. Right. And the other three and a half billion have been leaving five years without them. Mm-hmm. And the idea that, yes, your home You've is gone. You've already griefed. Your home is gone. You, what, do, what do you do? Like, the one I want is dad's still there. The youngest is still there. Mom and the oldest child are gone. Right. Does he move? Does he remarry? We haven't seen, you know, we've, we don't really see that yet. The idea, like, you've been dead for five years. As far yeah. as I know, you were gone. Like, I didn't even know how you got killed. Or the kid that An doesn't alien, remember the parent because yeah. they they grew up, you know, five the years. The alien with that looks like Mayor McCheese or whatever with a glove with some stones in it made you disappear. How am I supposed to process that? Right. Well, can you come back? It's, it's the part of that that I wanted to see there is what Brian Michael Bendis did really well during, it's really the only thing of fear itself that was any good. In one of the, the other series, it's Natasha in, she's in the office of some like online tabloid rag. Yeah. And it's like right after Bucky dies or something. Yes. And they're just like, what's the big deal? They just come back. And she says, that's the problem. When your husband dies or your father dies, you go to a funeral and you say goodbye and you don't think they're coming back. Everyone I know that's died has come back. And now I'm wondering, is this going to be the first time that they don't come back? How long do I have to wait? Can I move on? The last time he came back, he took a long time. How am I supposed to move on? Because she's in a relationship with him. Yes. How am I supposed to move on thinking he's coming back? What happens if I move on? Oh, I started dating Sam. Hey, Sam, yeah, we've had sex. Oh, hi, Bucky. Yeah, I just came back. What's up? You want to bang? No, I'm banging that dude over there. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, I guess I'll just go kill myself then or whatever. (laughs) And that's it was explained it very well why death still means something in that universe. The worst Marvel comic ever written. So that'd be the best Marvel comic ever written. Cap talks him down. I just... (laughs) Cap comes in and is like, dude, all the chicks I was banging in World War II, all dead when I came back. Dude, all of them. Seriously... Natasha, did you think that relationship was going to last? She's bang, she's banged half the Avengers. Look, it's just like Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock has plowed through half the Marvel Universe. Um, he's the real Thanos. So that part of it that I wanted more of, I got very little. I got that kind of scratch yes. on the surface. And I just didn't, the pacing on that was not as good as the other ones. That was my biggest problem was the pacing of that show. That, that show should have been two episodes shorter. But I think the problem with that movie is show. show is the fact that that's the one that got hit by COVID the most mm-hmm. because I don't, everywhere, think, affected, I don't think because that that's the story, everywhere though. they want to go shoot they either had to run they they'd run out real quick because you know but that and they also had problems before that show started because that was the one that that was um that got hit by the hurricane it got you know it got shut yeah, down the, the a gallery times. for that was very interesting yeah um but it's still, I don't think that affected the story of the, it wasn't like they rewrote the whole thing. No. You know, we're writing on the fly or whatever. Um, I got the Jurassic Park visual dictionary and I knew there were problems with Jurassic Park 3, but holy crap, they shot like half of that movie without a script. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's there. And again, it's not that I don't like it. Um, I like John Walker a lot because I hate his guts. I mean, he's terrible. But you love him for that. The most villainized character without saying a single word of dialogue. I remember... Just because he looked like Ed Asner's character in Up. I mean, come on. I remember so much hate around him. Oh, yeah. 
but when then, they first sent but Caruso. then the real hate when he used the shield. Yeah. Oh. So that just that just like amplified it ten yeah. times more. That poor guy's never gonna do anything ever again. Um, okay. he, he better hope there's a lot of Thunderbolts movies. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna need some money. Uh, but that was where that's the way I would put them. Mm. What about films? What's your favorite film moment? Just take everything away. Just just give me a moment. Because you got two candidates in the two last big movies we saw. Well, two of the three. Two we went to the theater for. Put it that way. I'm going to have to go with Ghostbusters on that on the moment. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked. Because there's two. But I don't think it's the moment. Okay. There's two moments within, within Ghostbusters that got me. At the very end, when she's using the proton pack and Egon comes up to help her guide it. But the first one was the chess piece. When when it confirmed that he was there mm-hmm. and he moved the chess piece, you know, the, the chess piece moves by itself. That's the biggest moment it got me because I knew Egon was there still. Egon has, Egon has a moment. The only he's just gonna take a movement. What? Why is he gonna go poop? <laughs> no, the I mean, movie moment to me the the biggest one that stands out was again spoiler is when uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider Man saves MJ as she's falling off the scaffolding for the Statue of Liberty. It kind of gives him that redemption and it's. And, Kind of like what Chris was like. That was that was the most emotional. You get moment. really you get choked up because you're like that's probably he really wanted that to happen. And that that's a, yeah. That's if there's a surprise. <laughs> so I'd say the surprise moment for me would be that in the way that I reacted to mm. it. My moment is the three of them swinging over. Yes, because I was very much like, you know, when we first started talking, I was like, do we really need this? Do we really need these other ones? This is gonna be too long. They're only gonna be in it for a minute. I don't know if anybody wants this. I don't think anybody needs this. And as I'm watching, I'm like, oh yeah, we need to do this. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, not even and then the other part the is the when they when they the fir- when they first come down next to him off the top of the building. No, it's the three of them sl- sliding across, and then they do like the three hero poses. Right. And I just wanted Yelena to pop up like Mortal Kombat, like so lame, and then just comes down. <laughs> it's so great. It's so, so lame. lame. It's so lame. Tusty. Uh, that was my that was my moment. And the surprise moment is from the same film. The Egon one got me too. Um, well, surprise is different than... Yeah. That was surprised by my reaction to that because I'm not a big fan of any of those films. And, like, I, I liked Andrew Garfield as Peter. I did not like him as Spider-Man. I didn't think he made good Spider-Man. So I wasn't super invested in him being Spider-Man. But all of a sudden, that moment, I'm like, oh, oh, he saves her. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Rock on. I'm Spider-Man. I well, love it. Because I'd like, seen the trailer a- where you see him going down, you know, see, and you're going, oh, they're not going to kill MJ the same way that... They mm. killed. There's no way they were killing Zendaya. You know, there's no way the, they're going to. Do that. He's, you know, to actually have that surprise. And I was like, why would For you me, put that though, in the trailer? To have, to have Andrew Garfield do it was amazing. The thing that got me the most was, you know, when they're on the ground finally, and he's like, "You're okay, you're okay." And when he keeps like trying to confirm, like, mm-hmm. "I saved you." Yeah, and then he starts to break down. That's when it's it kind of when she kind of looks at him like, she, "Are you okay?" Yeah, it's basically yeah. to the crowd, to the audience. That's that's when it got got me, and it's just the way that it's done. It makes you feel how he felt. 
Yeah, that was and really well just done. Like, it was really, yeah, it was. Biggest surprise has to be Kingpin showing up. Sorry. Um, In terms of TV? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess, I, guess I would have it. to say it's for me. The biggest surprise, because I've spent two years on this show saying it's never going to happen. Yeah. So maybe Charlie Cox in the movie is the other thing. Let's take all three moments from one <laughs> film. But Charlie Cox was like, damn it. Let's save two years. Kevin Feige never going to let that happen. That week before, he's like, yeah, Charlie Cox is our daredevil. Shut up. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, you know how much harder it's going to be to convince everybody the truth that you hate Jeff Loeb? <laughs> the other biggest surprise in film has to be Ben Kingsley showing up in Shang-Chi. That was a nice yeah, surprise. That was, yeah, that was that's fun. Probably, that's probably my Oscar for best supporting performance. Was that what they did? They taught those monkeys how to ride horses. That's acting. <laughs> Which, unfortunately, was ruined because Disney Plus put out The King and I um, short, the one shot mm-hmm. for Marvel, that like right be, the day or two before the movie came out. Yeah, I never really put that together i really didn't care so no. it wasn't it was a nice surprise to have that for me it was like i don't i don't I think go out of my way to ruin surprises like you do where you just think about stuff too much oh i think about stuff way, i think way that's too the much. best part of the fact that i've kind of learned to disassociate from everything online when there's something that's coming out that i'm interested in seeing like not seeing anything from the spider-man trailer really made me enjoy that film a lot more but them also showing up in the movie was kind of a surprise yeah well, well, I, kind of, I kind of I said it was 50-50 the week going in. I was like, I've heard so much that they're not in it as and much it, as I've heard that they are. Yeah. And so at this, because I said, like, what happens if they're not in it? I made the joke here. I was like, Kevin Feige grabbed a camera crew and just ran to Andrew Garfield's <laughs> house. Like, can you shoot a, a Chris, an after credit scene yeah. really quick? Because we knew everyone else was in it. That movie probably had, and Ghostbusters would be number two, had the most fan service. Ghostbusters, I, I didn't consider Ghostbusters stuff fan service until the end. And then one of the things I really liked about that movie is the Easter eggs were Easter eggs. Yes. Mm. It was so subtle. Yes. You know, it's the book stack in his office or right. whatever. You're just walking like, hey, I know what that's from. Right. But it's not like, look, mom, there's a big stack of books right here. Didn't grandpa talk about big stacks of books before? Wink at the audience. Come on, you get it, right? And so then the music mm. was perfect for it. That one handled that so much. Yes. There's no way to get away from fan service type stuff, but in, in No Way Home. But they do it well enough. It wasn't like thrown it. No, you. no, no. I'm not saying either one of them were bad or badly done. Or, no, or, it's not. When we talk about the fan service that's bad, it's something like, you know, using, why would you use that character? Right. You know, if, if Kingpin is dead, that's total fan service. There's no reason to bring it. Correct. Chris, you know, give that to another actor. Give somebody else a yeah. paycheck. Um, so that's, but not knowing his fate, guessing his fate is not sealed. Perfect. I almost think that Venom in that movie is fan service. Venom in the movie is fan service to, to me. To Sony. No, to me. Because he blips back. And I could not stop <laughs> laughing that what everybody talked about a month before, he's in the MCU, he's in the MCU, he's in the MCU. He's What? <laughs> what happened? No. Why did he go back to Sony? That's the next Venom is like, Venom, I didn't want to come back. Yeah. <laughs> or Venom, homecoming, question mark, No. Um, Venom, only way home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go home. Um, so that was... It's just Venom home, you know, So that, that type of stuff was done very well. Yeah. You know, the end for Ghostbusters, it's it's a lot of the same lines, but because the ending isn't the same. Correct. And that was when they first crossed the streams, I'm like, oh, God. 
Yeah. Don't do this. I mean, they, you already did this. And well, she's not even holding but one. But it also makes sense that the first thing that they try against Gozer is the one thing that works. Of course, of course. And, and that's that makes total sense. Like, we've yes. already done this. We don't know if this is the same person or if she remembers what the hell happened before. Right. So we just do it again. And my thing is, I'm watching it in real time. I'm going, you can't just end this with the three of them. Right. She has to, don't rob her of all of her agency in this film by not playing a part at the end. And obviously she does. The mom mm -hmm. does. Everything works. They, that, it, I said it at the time, as close to a perfect film mm -hmm. as you can get. Mm -hmm. And is probably on the whole better than No Way Home to me. It'd probably be my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. Because I think my experience with it, besides having to run and pee like nine times. Um, <laughs> and having people get up and talk. You know, you know what the worst part is? Went to see Matrix on Christmas night? Never went pee. Really? Watched the whole thing. <laughs> like, apparently I'm really invested in Keanu Reeves. <laughs> because you even got up during Spider-Man. I got up during Spider-Man. And I got up twice. The thing but, for Spider-Man is... is uh, oh, you got up the wrong, almost the wrong time, too. Because... I knew... I, I knew... Before I went in, I was telling myself, there's a 50-50 chance May dies. Yeah. And for two reasons. was One was the thing I was already thinking is, this movie was developed when we didn't think there was going to be a Spider-Man 4. Right. But we knew Tobey Maguire was likely to be Spider-Man again, which means it would have been at Sony. And I thought, in, the, in my head, I got a 50-50 chance that they are going to clean everything out. I thought they were going to kill MJ too. Yeah. I was like, they're going to, clean, they're going to kill Ned. They're going to kill Zendaya. Uh, you know, MJ, they're going to kill May. Because they're trying to give him the tabla rasa, which is what, in a way, they did. They didn't have to kill them. They just right. had to kill their relationship. And so I wasn't surprised by May dying at all. I was like, you cannot get through three, film, three Spider-Man films without, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. And that was, the, that probably is well, the only moment I was. At, look how I far they went so, with the Avengers Assemble. I was disappointed in, in that, is that they did it. Yeah. That they took that moment. Like, we get it. We know. It's just. But she you, doesn't you, say it exactly. No, she doesn't say it exactly, but it's the moment that's there. They gave us Uncle Ben. <laughs> yes. I wonder if it's like, all right, Marissa, you're going to have to say this line in it. And she keeps trying to say it, but keeps messing it up. And she's they're just like, the original. okay, this is, this is just take six. You know what? Whatever. Just keep one of them. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> and that's where she says, I got a bad feeling about this. Um, <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. Wait, wrong universe. Um, <laughs> Take iconic lines. Yeah, I, think, I think I think the film that as I was watching, that I enjoyed more, more of. I didn't say it in the theater like that woman did. Oh my god, I love this. Was Afterlife. Yeah, I think Afterlife is probably my favorite experience of the year. And No Way Home's a close second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Other than that, everything else kind of falls into a big pile. Yeah. I liked Shang-Chi. I didn't love it. I liked Black Widow. I didn't love it. I liked Eternals. That might have been a surprise that I actually liked Eternals more than I thought I would, but I didn't love it. Um, obviously, I, I'm surprised by how much I loved The Matrix, especially mm. the first third of it. Doom surprised, Doom, Dune surprised you. Dune surprised because I understood it. I trusted, I knew uh, Villeneuve or, or whatever, and I knew like that day or the day before that they wanted to do this this part two. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, all I want now is to take your, take, take your time. Do the anti-Peter uh, um, Jackson with The Hobbit of just like, just take your time because it makes sense. Right. Versus mm -hmm. like, like two 90-minute movies, Peter. Like, just give me, 
put those two together mm-hmm. right well, there. And he's like, no, I'm going to make an eight-hour Beatle documentary that everybody loves to death and I cannot get through. It's the Harry Potter, uh, Harry Potter problem, you know, with um, the Half-Blood Prince was too short to get everything that the book had in it. Yeah, there's no way to do that in one movie. And then Deathly Hollows, where they said, there's no oh, way. No, that's, that, that's what it's, that's They the said, there's no it. way to do this in, in, in one, one book. So they did, and they expanded, and then they added a little bit more of You haven't watched that yet, have you? What? The reunion. No. Oh. I know. So good. Yeah. My God. Yeah. No, we have to. We Since we went to Disneyland yesterday, we... Uh, yeah, I know. But surprisingly, there was, it wasn't... I mean, it was crowded, but it wasn't as crowded as I thought it I think be. everyone was... All the way back in 1984, my mom thought it was going to be so packed during the Olympics. We went like right in the middle of the Olympics when they were in L.A. Yeah. No one. It is the, the deadest I have ever been there. But I think the rain that we've had the, the rains last two that weeks. are there. They, we went one day. There's also, I think, a lot of people were traveling back home from the holiday season. And you had people that couldn't tra- travel home yeah. from the holidays. Or the people no, that couldn't travel were just burnt out. And there are like, people doing- that... All right, stay away because they were afraid. It's like, oh, it's like when you went that Labor Day once and it was packed. And I remember telling you, like, you didn't think anybody else thought it was a good well, idea? We were there on the 2nd of January before, and it was so packed you couldn't move because mm-hmm. there were so many people that had come out for the we went the, during, you know, the, the Rose Bowl that came to it. Yeah, the uh, One of the years, my, my mom, someone was back. I think it might have been when Nana was here, and we went to Disneyland. I was a baby. We went to Disneyland, like, during the holiday period, and we never went back. We always yeah. went in the summer. Because mom was like, it was it was a new kind of pact, mm-hmm. which probably now would be tenth capacity <laughs> on a park that's a third of the size or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but without it, it's definitely something. Grab grab the girls and sit down and watch. It's an hour and forty three minutes, and there's not a second. It could have been four hours, and I would have loved it. Yeah. No, yeah, we we want to watch it, and we also got to watch the Doctor Who. Uh, but no, mm-hmm. we we rode seventeen rides, eight, and watched a parade. They brought parades back? Oh, Yep. It was, was a Christmas parade. favorite part of going back. There was no parades. Uh, did you ride the Jungle Cruise last time? Yes. Did you like the changes? Yeah, they're fine. I thought they were pretty interesting. There's, I'm just very surprised. There are no Aborigines. I'm not surprised by that at all. I knew at some point they Even were going to get Even Sam's gone. Yes. Uh, the problem with removing the natives is it ruins one of my favorite jokes of all time. And that's the one when they, when the natives attack you and they come up. And I think I had the older guy. He says, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. That's just the theater troupe. They're practicing their Shakespeare. And I swear, I almost jumped off the boat. I was so excited. Because <laughs> they come up and they're holding spears in their hands and they're doing this like they're going to throw them, but it's just shaking. And he says, don't worry, that's just their theater troupe. They're practicing their Shakespeare. And, half the, and I'm like... <laughs> the rest of the boat is silent and he like points to me like that guy gets it yes <laughs> like that and because they got rid of the jingle cruise when the piranhas come up yes <laughs> like, don't worry they're just <laughs> celebrating the festival of bites a piranica the festival the pir- of bites yeah the piranica <laughs> oh that's the same thing I was I was alone for that one too that was one of the times I, I went earlier or whatever mm. oh I wanted to die it was so good we, but we, no, it's it's okay. The stuff there was new was was different. The rock's not in it, so yay. Um, that's what I was worried about. They moved, not, I didn't realize they moved they moved the jeep back from the water. Yes, 
It's no longer at the water's edge. And you also have, I mean, there's there's a boat in the hippo pool. Yes. There's another boat that's crashed somewhere. I don't remember where that was. It, the, the boat that's crashed is in the hippo pool. That's like no, there's another out. one, isn't there? There's another one that the monkeys have taken over. Yeah, they put a boat in the water and then yes. get the jeep back or whatever. So Because now they have the joke. You know, they say this job is so easy that monkeys can do it. Well, I haven't seen any monkeys do it. And he turns and there's a monkey that's holding the microphone. And, you know, they got a boat. It's mm. a crashed boat that has a... You know, all kinds of monkeys. He goes, oh, don't worry. See, those aren't monkeys. Those are apes. That was, the, you know, the finish of his joke. Mm. But, yeah. It was, no, it was fun. We happened to, uh, Rise of the Resistance had shut down for a couple hours. So we walked through, you know, we were walking through Batu to do something while we were waiting our food to get ordered or to be ready. And they were letting people on Rise of the Resistance. And I was like, I grabbed the girls and said, go, go. And we ran on. We got to go through a whole new part of it that we didn't see before. Mm. So that was cool. And when we got off of Rise, it said, we, we walked out and it was just completely packed with people there. 200 minutes. Yeah. It got so bad that they, they just they stopped putting the minutes up for the ride and like letting anyone else get on there. Yeah. I think I saw that for cars. When I went over and I'm like, why isn't it up there? And someone said, that means it's over 300 minutes. Who wants to ride Radiator Springs that <laughs> right. bad? And this was like at 6 o'clock. It, it was at 200 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's crazy. The few times I've looked in just to see the, the numbers there are just insane. I mean, I didn't, I've never had any desire when I see something that's like over a two-hour wait. It's like, why no, would I, I want to stand in line for over I two understand, hours? I understand if I have a platinum super premium pass and I live across the street. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'll go there and stand in for four hours and then go the ride and then go home. Yeah. But I'm not driving all the way. I don't, I should not wait in line longer than it takes me to get there. Mm-hmm. We'll put it that way. Yeah. I think the longest I've waited, there was 90 minutes for Midway Mania, but that was one of the nights that um, the, the holiday Mickey's, you know, cheap ass candy, whatever. Yeah. So we had to go to the other park. And well, we're gonna finish out the night here. There's really we've already we already been there that day, and we kind of did everything that we wanted to do. Um, I think that's when Daniel met us, and we're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna wait in line." And and no, it wasn't. No, it's was just two of us. And then we went on the ride because that was it. I was like, "We'll just do this, and then we'll go home because it's nine mm-hmm. o'clock or whatever." And it was it was like eighty eight minutes or something because I counted it, and that's probably the longest I've ever waited for anything since I started going huh. back. Hey, look at that. Um, let's also just talk about how great Paul Rudd is. I know, right? Perfect. See, everybody else calls it a perfect movie. It's as close as it gets. We're talking about Ghostbusters again. Um, no, there it was. It was fun. We you know we did every, we got to write everything except for Indiana Jones because Indiana Jones was a solid seventy five minutes all day long. Yeah, it's funny. That's the one I had to do in October. We never made it to it. Uh, they they have right now. They have put a hold to the dri- to the dream key and the one that's right below it yeah you can't get my pass anymore no you can oh yeah no it's the one above mine no 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 there's or just or whatever the one yours and the, the one above two, it I think. the top two are the ones that you can't get right now because there's so many reservations that now it's made those days blacked out yeah. so they can't no, that's that's what people were talking about i mean all of november blacked out before october 28th yes it was all gone yes. well that was my so. thing is you know i was thinking well i should get a pass and everything like that but then i figured with the ways that they're still doing reservation systems right now, even if I got a pass, it's it's not going to make the make it worth it for me. He's got to plan it. 
That's the thing. Well, that's the thing too. It's like I have no. I mean, I'm used to planning it a month and a half ahead anyway. No, I mean to make a reservation. That's fine. Like I, I get that. You know, plan ahead, but it's like, will I be able to go at least you know once or twice a month? Yeah. You know, probably not. And so, therefore, for me right now, because you can hold what I have, I think you can hold two reservations at a time. Yeah. So they have to be more than three days apart. I think is the thing for it. You, yeah. you can't hold that. That's the one thing I wish you could hold multiple days and who knows what it'll be. I mean, everything we've looked at everything. All of it is different. No matter what mm-hmm. the, the pandemic has given every business in America time to pause and completely restructure themselves in a way of what you're going to do. I mean, we've seen what we've had with, with every major business is home only, you know, home office only and all these types of things. And who knows if it's ever going to come back. We'll mm-hmm. see what production numbers really look like in two years. Cause that was the old things. Like if people work from home, the productivity is going to go way down. And it went way up at the beginning. And I'm like, yeah, because you got nothing else to do. Like these people are home. It's not like they're like, oh, I can go to the grocery. Oh wait, no, I can't because everyone in the grocery store is sick. Oh, I can go to eat. No, I can't do that because all the restaurants mm-hmm. are closed. Oh, I could. Oh, I could. I can go to the movie. No, I, I, you. Know. So we'll see what happens when things start getting back into full swing. But it looks like as soon as things start to get okay, Mephisto's like variant. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, there's there's cruise ships that are just circling in the ocean because they have 2,000 cases on them. Yeah. And they're not going to let those people disembark. Like, you might as well quarantine there until everybody's fine. We suddenly, At we least take them to done. the beach or, you know, someplace nice. Yeah, take them to the beach and just shoot them. Um, who the hell's going on a cruise right now? Uh, the same people that are flying. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing, you know, and, and people flying for a friend who just went to Canada and back. And he's mm. like, I don't know why we're doing this except i haven't seen my parents in two years mm. so it'll be interesting to see as things go through you know entertainment like we're talking about the fact with no way home obviously something that what pandemic i'm mm. going to the movies and i'm going to go more than once i mean you know i'm going to see it and then i'm not going to wait until it's on sony plus or whatever the hell it's going to be i'm going to go see it again and i'm going to go see it again and i'm going to go see it again well what that's about- the one thing with spider-man they know that it's going to be on uh, Disney Plus at some point, but it we looks like date, yeah. Netflix still has first run yeah. options for anything. We, knew, we know that Sony's made that deal, but what doesn't they in that deal is when it actually takes place. Correct. So it's it's likely you're not going to see it on Disney. You're not going to see it in Disney Plus for 45 days. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. Um, once it does, I can guess I could because I, I realized without being on Disney Plus or any place that I really cared about, I haven't seen any of those movies more than once except Homecoming. Really? Yep. Never watched the second. That's you do know I own them. Good for you. You can watch them anytime you want it. <laughs> we never. It takes us six hours to figure out where we want to eat. Wait, don't you have Disney? Or don't you have uh, Prime? Uh, yes. I think you can watch them on there. I don't think they're on there. I think you have to pay for them. I don't know. You I think may. they're pretty, maybe they don't. I mean, everything changes. The last time I tried to look for. I found Skyfall once for free on Netflix, yeah. and then two months later, I looked and it was only available on Amazon, and it was five dollars. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not gonna pay five dollars. I've seen this movie seven times. Like, I don't need to watch it again. I don't need to. I want to. Because Ghostbusters at some point will be on uh, Disney Plus. Sure. Good for them. Uh, okay. So, what any... were you? What were you disappointed in? Disappointed in. It doesn't have to be a huge disappointment. Like, my mild disappointment was the last Bond film. I liked it. I didn't love it. Matrix. Well, yeah, you hated that. Yeah, that was 
I did not like that movie at all. I didn't have any expectations for Matrix, so. Maybe the Vaughn film. Or I like Black it. Widow, maybe. See, Black Widow I had low expectations for because I knew it was set after Civil War. And I was like, how much can you really do here? Yeah. Um, I wasn't disappointed in Eternals because I didn't think I'd like it at all. And I did kind of like it. I was like, oh, this isn't mm-hmm. bad. Um, I can't think of something outside of Bond. I can't think of anything else that I was really looking forward to. I was like, oh, my God. That was awful. Yeah. I liked What If. I loved Visions. I love Star Wars Visions. Yeah. I was looking forward to that, and I wasn't disappointed. No, I really like Visions, too. I hope they do more. I believe they are. Are they? I believe. I could be wrong. I thought I, I thought I said Maybe something. Hasbro. <laughs> I, I, there's, I have no expectations for Hasbro. No, I know. Hasbro did exactly what I expected them to do, which yes. is repaints and reissues, and it's just, you can fight it all you want, but... That's Until because they've got the, but the whole line has always been like that. That's what I've, I've said this a thousand times. If you don't want it, don't get it. Right. But the thing is, yeah, I own multiple Mandalorians. Yeah. Sorry. It's a cool design and I can't paint. So you want to give me the credit collection one in that brilliant blue color? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Hell, I bought two of them. Yeah. It's like, I want to put it on the wall too. I like that thing. I like packaging for some, for, for some of the stuff. I don't care about the green packaging. That's why I didn't get that layout. I'm like, I don't care about that packaging. I, I got it because I didn't know when they were going to put it out. Yeah. And then they put it out right after. And then away. they put it out right after. The, the Qui-Gon on the 50th Phantom Menace? Yeah. Yeah. I have three of them. Because the first one I had as the saber was just ass. I think I still have one. Mm. I have, uh, and that head is just, oh. The head is so much nicer. It's so beautiful. I, I, I know I have one that I've opened, but I also think I have yeah, one. Yeah, I have one that I open, and I still have one. I still have at least one that's there. I have a lot of stuff. That's my New Year's resolution is figure out what the hell you ordered. <laughs> okay. I don't need three texts. What anymore. are you most excited for as of right now for 2022? First thing that comes to mind is Love and Thunder. That's number four on Fandango's list. That's my number. That, without doing the research as to everything... The two things, so the two things, I'll give you one for a movie, and that's Love and Thunder, because I love Taika Waititi. Uh-huh. I love Thor. I love Ragnarok. Yes. I can't wait to see what he does. And for TV, it's it's Andor. Because Andor's either going to be really great, mm-hmm. or it's going to be awful. Because it's just not going to be anything that I want. Not Kenobi? No. Kenobi is my fear. Because Kenobi's going to be exactly what I Mando don't want. Mando 3? No. Mando 2 really disappointed me, Honestly. Well, at least now you're going to, you know, you know that you're not going to have a soak in it. I'm, you know inter- I'm interested one. in it because I don't, I want to see what they do without Goguru, AKA baby Yoda. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested in where they go. And part of that is the reason I'm excited for Andor is there's so many directions they can go in mm-hmm. and I love OT and I want to get back to that universe and that's going to be great. Kenobi is going to go off planet and I'm going to be like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be totally the, the Leonardo DiCaprio. No, <laughs> like looking at the screen, pointing at it. And then the the Mandalorian is interesting to me to see how the hell they do a season without their breakout character. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women that are not going to watch that show anymore. <laughs> yeah. So those would be, I think that's the, the three. What about Marvel TV? Because you have, we know Marvel TV is the second season of Loki. If it's this year, I don't even think it is, is it? They haven't said. We know that we know... We know we're going to get uh, She-Hulk. Yeah. And we're going to get Moon Knight. They're probably Moon Knight because I love Oscar Isaacs. And I like that, and I like that character a lot. So yeah. I'd, I'd go with Moon Knight in terms of Marvel. 
And again, I want to see what they do. How far are they going to take Moon Knight? Are they going to give him the MPD? Are they going to have him kill people? Yeah. Is he going to be sort of straightforward? How much into Mark Spector's life are we going to get into? How long is it going to be? All those sorts of things. You're not excited for Peacemaker? I'll watch it. I'm not excited for it. Ethan, how about you? Not Peacemaker. <laughs> you uh, can't no. see that one, can you? Get out. I'm watching this. There's no main character in it. I don't understand. <laughs> I thought they said John Cena was in this. I just see a bunch of people talking <laughs> to an really invisible person. That. I really need that button. <laughs> I've said that like a thousand times. Why do we not have the horn? <laughs> He's in enough shit. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I've come to the... The, the time Boys is, season three. I couldn't get the yeah. season one. I mean, the for me to get excited about something, I don't think I've I have that in me anymore. You don't <laughs> have you don't have Jurassic World on there. So no, I'm excited. It's not the thing I'm most excited for. If you're gonna tell me Jurassic World, because here I'll tell you why Jurassic World. It feels like they set themselves up for a story that they actually can't give you. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, dinosaurs all over the place. A lot of times, like, they would just kill all of these. Mm, yeah, there's no way they're going to let let a T Rex through Colorado. What what's going on? And the other thing is, if they kill Rexy, I'm done. I'm out. Mm. I'm just going to go home and throw all my Jurassic Park stuff. It's not going to happen. But. <laughs> that never happens. It's like that's my campaign: is save Rexy, make sure that Rexy gets gets out of the next it. day on eBay. It's just a lot of Jurassic <laughs> Jurassic Park. Stuff. I got books. I got I got movies. I got everything. Just give me a thousand dollars and take it all. I don't they care. They killed Rexy. I just want this stuff out of here. Um, <laughs> and probably part of it is I cannot bring myself to watch the other one yet. Mm. I can't get through that scene. Yeah. I can't. I can't. And the, the not, ending, even seeing the ending on TV, it hurts me. You're not excited for the Witcher prequel? No, I'm, I'm surprised not. he hasn't watched Witcher season two yet. He I has. Have. Oh, he did watch it? Oh, okay. yeah. I've seen that like the first night. Ah. <laughs> Binge right through it. One. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so good. I, it's, I was watching something else, I think. Something else I think I was watching last last week or whatever when it came out. I'll tell you, I, I love Siri's character a lot more because of this season. She is so interesting. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for season three of The Witcher. Are you? <laughs> Whatever that be. Yennefer, but, Yennefer's character got more interesting too. Yeah, well, I think, but I, think I kind Ethan's, of expected it. I think Ethan's biggest thing is that the bard got jacked. Yeah, because I shot him with his shirt off and so oh, like, crap. oh, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm think I'm hot for the bard now. <laughs> Beth goes, Beth goes. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> She's like, what the hell, man? I can't remember his name, but there's like so many things on there, like Jasker. What is it? Jasker. Jasker. Is like, am I telling everybody that I want to be in a Jasker Geralt sandwich? You're damn right I am. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's a... Uh, I mean, I think I've come to expect, for, especially for entertainment or media, it's just to keep the expectation low. And then when it's I watch it, it's going to be amazing. It yeah. So, And I then also it. another problem is I don't really know what's coming out this year. Everything's been delayed. That's what I sort of said. Is like, it's I don't even realize. Like, you know, what about Comic-Con? Celebration. I'm not excited for that. I'm all. not going to get excited for it until they it actually here. <laughs> I know, right? Because if they if it was now, if this is the case is no, now, they're oh, not doing it. No. So like I have no, and that and part of that is well, like, they would ex- they would probably do it. It's just I don't know if I would be comfortable enough to be like, okay, well, let me go. You know, I wouldn't especially go unless, with like you know. The thing is, I can't afford to take a week and a half off of work afterwards. If I were to go, yeah. I'd quarantine myself without any symptoms. Yeah, yeah. because it's like, how did I not get it? That and then with you know, although I'm now at the point like how did Hallmat, just uh, you know, Hallmat and Holiday Matsuri is one of the big you know smaller cons, 
that just happened like a few weeks before Christmas. And everybody I know had really bad cases with COVID mm-hmm. afterwards. And it's just like, no, I don't just, know if I'll put myself a, up for one of the biggest cons. I feel okay going to the movies. I feel okay yeah. out shopping. Yeah, when you're spending couldn't, eight, couldn't eight, eight hours myself, of your day in a, in a convention center. Like, well, I tell you, we hold were, on, hold on. I, 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 I don't see myself going to a hockey game. Mm-hmm. You know, I've talked about um, with some people trying to go to a hockey game before the end of the season. Um, but right now you have Canada is, is t- either taking attendance completely away or cutting it in half. Mm. We'll see what it gets to here. I mean, Omicron doesn't seem to be as dangerous in terms of putting you in the hospital. That's because I got my booster were, today. Yeah, vaccinated or boosted. Um, I had my booster like two weeks. I had my booster the weekend. It was the day we went to uh, Frankincense. Yeah. But I was like, couldn't take that Monday off. Right. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to go get boosted. Because everyone I know that has double Modernas that didn't have any symptoms for both of those. This thing wrecked them, except mm-hmm. for one. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it doesn't, because I have they're tomorrow off, and I can really use it. To now they're, they're saying that you should mix and match. I saw someone say that. This doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, because they're each one of them has different strengths. Yeah, um, my strength is my natural. Well, I'll immunity. tell you what. Yesterday when we were at Disneyland, we were keeping our distance. We were double masked, and you know we were standing in line for i think do they uh, still have like if you're outside you don't have to wear your mask yes yeah see there's people, so many people not wearing masks well yeah because if they tell you not to they won't when i went in october when we were like very low in terms of cases mm-hmm. and only really the delta had started and it was like in northern mm-hmm. california or whatever i felt comfortable with my but yeah i wasn't like when i was in line i would have it on mm-hmm. but oh, we I kept it walking, on the whole time yeah, except when i was for walking we I, I didn't just because moving and and everything, because it's not, you know, it's not a true airborne, but it is. I mean, it's just, and that's part of the problem is, like, I have. I bought, yeah, but when you're standing in Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and all of a sudden the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like, oh, come on, dude. No, there were people there. I was like, man, I wish you had COVID. I hope you get it. And I hope it puts you in the hospital. I hope you get it. Remember I the, uh, really, really hope remember you get Remember when, <laughs> when Disney World opened and there was that that video or whatever that the couple like we're headed to the medical <laughs> 10 at the moment. My yeah. husband has 110 fever and I'm <laughs> and Sebastian just put like, yeah, those people. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Yep. <laughs> so now it's, it's tough because you, you do kind of get complacent. You know, I've been working the whole time. And so I've, mm-hmm. you know, I've had two scares. Um, I've had, you know, I've worked with someone who was, uh, a, you know, one degree away from someone who had it. So she Hell, thought how she far, was... How far office at one point had it? Yeah. And, like, I was sitting... When I went to get the booster today, and we're sitting there 15 minutes after, I'm talking to an older lady that was there, and her and her husband owned a small business. And she said, yeah, everything was fine, and now half the office has it. You know, we yeah. went on our winter break. They went up to Tahoe and got snowed in. Um, but, it's <laughs> like, we came back, and everybody has it. Mm. So, you know, we're delaying our, our reopening or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot to be anticipating for, uh, yeah, for 2020. Well, I think that's 20. I think that's the thing is you know, it, you turned down my mic. Oh, I turned down your mic, not Chris. <laughs> I think that that's the thing oh. is because we don't know everything that's going to be available, and we also don't know, you yeah. know, everything being up in the air. It's just kind of hard to say or hard to say that I'm excited for something. Are you excited for 2022 to get it or to be here? Sure. Not after the last two years. <laughs> I know, right? So it's it just um, that's I the thing. It just depends on you know. I'm excited to 
go through the year. How about yeah. that? There you go. We lost Betty White on New Year's Eve. Did you see where uh, somebody put a meme together and it said Betty White didn't die? She grabbed 2021 by the horns and took it straight to the, the fiery hells of Mordor <laughs> and disposed yeah. of it. So we could, she sacrificed herself so we could have a great 2022. Yeah. The one that I liked was if we, ca- if we add in all the leap years that she's been alive for 99 years, just call it and make it that yeah. she's 100. You know, that yeah. she would have reached that day right. or whatever. So I thought that one I think we, cool. we can give her the honorary 100-year-old. The worst thing is I went to, I went to Barnes & Noble today. And there's a magazine that's just like, you know, America's Golden Girl turns 100. And I'm like, no, I know. why did you print that? Mm. Like, you, you, you jinxed it. That's that. the thing and is, she they just had tweeted a... in two days ago how great of health she was in and everything. Yeah. No, it's. I remember I'm... Carrie Fisher was stable. Yep. The, the talks about, like, over her 70 year career, how much of a trailblazer trail she was. And she was probably one of the few people back in the 50s and whatnot that had, you know, a. a you know, black tap dancers on her shows and things like that. And she just didn't care that if she was going to get canceled, but she wanted to be an advocate for so many people and animals and things, you know, legendary doesn't even describe the you know, zoo, her. put something out, you yep. know, like our greatest hero yeah. and stuff. There's, there's two things with Betty white for me is one, her, her philanthropy for animals. Mm-hmm. And two, let's normalize. This was married once. Never remarried, which is, you know, if you get remarried, that's great. Mm-hmm. Had no children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An American woman having no children into her 90s. And it's just, there's so much that I've seen with people like as soon as, I can't believe you don't have children. I can't believe you don't have You know what? People, some people don't have children. I don't have children. I never mm-hmm. planned to have children. I don't want children. And children yet she suck. was America's grandmother. Yeah. And that was the thing. She was, she was like your mom. I mean, she did the mom's epi- she did the Mother's Day episode for Saturday Night Live. That was the campaign yep. to have her mm-hmm. host. She never hosted before. She had turned it down before. There was a fan campaign to have her host, and they brought her on for the Mother's Day episode, even though she's not a mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she was like everybody's mother. Um, you know, to to learn that the hopeful part of it is also the fact that she really didn't get famous until she was fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's unheard of in Hollywood, especially now. There's no way. Yeah, if you don't make it before you're 21, you're toast. Right? Hey, give me some hope. If you don't make it before you're 21, you are toast. <laughs> Let me know when your next audition is, bro. Um, uh, but that that was the thing. Like I've I forgot that she didn't have children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know when her when her husband passed away, which is not like 40 years ago. <laughs> he passed away when like she was 80, yeah. so it's 20 years ago. She never remarried. Um, As one of the first uh, stars on the Walk of Fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caveman. Yeah. Person. Legendary doesn't even begin to legendary, my friend. Legendary. To describe her, so well, everything that she did, you know, it was like when when Merv Griffin died like ten years ago or whatever, mm. and then they show his credits and you're like, holy crap, he like mm-hmm. created and produced like three hundred game shows. Yeah, you know, Regis Philbin for all of that. Like Regis Philbin changed television, mm. and you just don't don't really look at it. Alex Trebek, you know, losing him, and you're just like, that was it was so was sad though because all Beth put was. Uh, she sent me a text that said Betty White, and that was all. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no. And I, it was like, you couldn't wait one more day. And it was just like my thing for a lot of it was sixteen like, days was well, just, just one more day just, just to get us to twenty. You know, as someone said, like, can we just call it yeah nineteen twenty to or nineteen twenty two to twenty twenty two? Let's give her the benefit of the doubt so yeah. you can have that as a, that thing. And it was it was a thing where I wasn't. It wasn't like oh. The thing that I'm glad I haven't seen, and I saw this like three or four times with Stan Lee, 
Gone too soon. Yeah. She's 99. She outlived mm. the American female average lifespan by 22 years. <laughs> yeah. So no gone too soon. It's more of just like, that's got to be the last thing. You know, it's like, mm. of course. It's just like one last gut punch of like, this is what you get. I see it's like 2021's like, oh, I got it. Hold on. Let me try to tie 2020. Yeah. Betty White's dead. Well, it's funny because I think a few months ago, um, someone posted that, you know, oh, Betty White is turning 100 next year. We should bubble wrap her and yeah, give there was like a lot of, national a lot security of or whatever. Protect Betty White. And, and you, know, you know, like we did this, you know, a few years ago, people made the joke and like, you know, did said the same thing. And you kind of like, oh, well, she's going to make it, you know, because she's made it three years since the last time we had a scare or something like that. The, the, the only person in history to hold a 92-year-old <laughs> birthday TV tribute. Mm. Right. Well, they were going to do the 100th one. Yeah. Yes, they were. And like, then they still are. And someone said, that was like, why did we plan that? You, you, mm. can't plan, you can't plan the parade before you win the championship. Mm. <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's like the worst thing. It always gets to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, well, if we win, we're going to go down this straight, and then we're going to like, just stop it. Yeah. You can't do that yet. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to wrap things up now. Mm. A long show. Two hours. Wow. Well, we had to do last week's and this week's together. Wow. 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 So we yeah. are very excited to put 2021 behind us and get to 2022. I think we're, what's the word I'm thinking of? It's like when something happens, we're relieved <laughs> to put 2021 behind us. It's one of those years where you're just like, was that January? Was that, that was this year? I don't remember. We yeah, did no. something, there was something on my, on, I think I showed it to you last or two weeks ago where I'm like, Oh, it was the capital, the, the capital riots, yes. right? And then, like, that was this year. No, it wasn't. That was last mm-hmm. year. No, that was that was January sixth. Yeah. That's, no, when uh, in twenty twenty, when I when I went back and watched that Adam Driver SNL episode, and he's like, "I'm so excited to be the first person for twenty 2020. <laughs> Like, that was this year. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And, and I had I've had that three years in a row because mm-hmm. twenty nineteen after mom fell, mm-hmm. and I was talking to when I was talking to Eddie when he went to Chicago, and I was like, "Yeah, I went to Chicago last year. I went to Chicago five months ago." Mm. holy crap i went to chicago in march <laughs> like, and it was august and i'm like that feels like two years ago my life had, had fundamentally changed and i think mm. that's what a lot of people are doing between 2020 and 2021 is your your life fundamentally has changed and it just it takes forever mm. and so months have seemed long the year has seemed so long you know i didn't have any of that point i was like Oh wow! Is it really already July? It was like, how is it only July? I thought I should be Christmas shopping by now. For God's sakes, can we end this? Mm. Well, you do know, yeah. the end of April, we've been doing this show nine years. That's stupid. <laughs> we've done this show more years than we have listeners. That's amazing. Wow! 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 Iron Man three was the first movie we ever talked about on the mm-hmm. show. Wow. I think then we were just like, yeah, that third act sucks. <laughs> yeah. How did this movie make so much money? It was like, because it was the first one after Avengers. Mm. There was no Spider-Man in the MCU at that and there point. Was no, and that and time, it was never going to happen. There was no chance of having a Spider-Man mm. at the time. And then Sony leaked everything like, oh, well, we lost a lot of money. <laughs> we should probably do something else. Yeah. It was funny. Think- Yesterday they were playing uh, like all the Avengers movies, but they got to Infinity War and then they're like, 
Avengers Endgame tomorrow at five. And I was like, why would you play all all three of them you, you up to that point? Because you had to wait a year for it anyway. Because that, yeah, that would be the deadline of when it was allowed to be on. Yeah, I guess. So they were showing like the anticipation. So I watched, I watched all three of them. And then wow. They're on Disney Plus. <laughs> How did you have that much time? Because oh, he was here. I was, yeah, I was just sitting here. Why didn't you just watch him on Disney Plus? We say that have. every time we watch something. I could have, and true. I thought about it like as it's like what halfway the hell? through. We were watching something a couple months ago, and we're like, "Why don't we just put this?" I think it was one of the nights. It might have been even a year ago. We we're watching like Ragnarok on yeah, TNT, yeah. and we're like, "Why are we just sitting here watching this? It's on TNT. Yeah. Do you want to put it on and start over? Nah, it's already nine thirty. Yeah. I don't want to start." All right, so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also nope. on Twitter at Nerdables nope. Show and on Instagram as nope. Nerdables. Nope. For Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we will talk to you next time. We should have done one last week because we could have been like, we'll talk to you next year. Yeah. We didn't get well. to do that joke. If only we knew that I was going to be an ass last weekend, like, yeah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> we don't have anything to talk about. Oh, I had an hour's worth at least. Hey, what's going on?